Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Welcome to Sandpool semi-final day at the Adelaide Oval and the weather gods have turned it on again. It's a beautiful day. We're expecting a top temperature of 19 degrees, no rain about, no, not a cloud in the sky. And we are out in Telstra Plaza, all thanks to Homestart Finance. Get into your home sooner with Homestart Finance and the Homestart Finance uh, team are next to us. Um, I better introduce myself. My name's Paul Bonser, alongside me is the uh, Ken Farmer medalist, Premiership player with the Eagles, Dan Menzel. Welcome. Bonds, it's great to be here. You, you mentioned the temperature, 19 degrees. These are the days that you play the whole season for when it's wet and windy and you wake up and you go, these are the days I want to be playing league footy and want to be playing finals footy. And there's four teams that get to do that today, which will be a perfect day for footy. You've got the Dogs taking on the Double Blues and then later on it'll be Glendelg versus Adelaide. So looking forward to today's action. All right, we can't do this without a great support from our Kia, our friends at Kia, and we are here today also for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar, and from Mortine Kia down there at uh, Cheltenham, it is Matthew Broadbent, Matty. Mortine Kia down there, Port Road, Cheltenham, right on the bend, uh, a beautiful dealership as well, men's, and... Um, they are a magnificent vehicle, the Kias. They are, and they've got so many in that range and so many options as well. So definitely check them out and get down there and uh, make sure you ask for Matty Broadbent. And we've got a, a few fans. We're, we're lucky enough to be out in the plaza here, right in the south gate, and we can see the fans streaming in. We can see supporters from everywhere. We've seen Centrals. There's an Adelaide supporter there. There's a Tiger supporter. There's Sturt supporters, obviously. That, but there's a lot of doggy supporters here. No, there is. I was going to say that in walking around the ground this morning. There is a lot of doggy supporters. Haven't played a lot of finals in recent years, so it's great to see they do turn out, and they are parochial, which we love. Um, even saw a Brisbane Lions Guernsey on as yes, well. Yes, so I saw that Just as a well. little uh, gloat from last night's win. But, uh, no, it's great to see so many fans early into the ground. And, uh, again, we've made it. it is a perfect day for footy, so make sure you get down here to Adelaide Oval to check out these two games today. Well, if the sample finals live up to what the first week of sample finals, two seven-point games, and then if they live up to what happened in the AFL in the last few few days, it's going to be a magnificent day today. Well, give us, let's go through some of the AFL scores before we get stuck into this one, men's. Yeah, so we, we'll kick off with Thursday night's game. Collingwood taking on the Demons. The Pies, too good in that one, winning by seven points. But interestingly in that game, Bonds, the Melbourne Demons had 32 more inside 50. 69 to 37. So, a missed opportunity for the Demons. The Carlton Blues wasn't the Carlton faithful up and about. They were too good for the Swans, winning that game by a goal on Friday night. So they will continue, and they will take on Melbourne next week. Uh, with St Kilda and GWS, GWS far too good in this one. They they, they could really uh, good, be they? dangerous next weekend, which will be against Port Adelaide because they got absolutely pummeled last night by the Lions, who kicked eight goals in the third quarter to run out 48-point uh, winners against the Power. So the Power will take on GWS next weekend which will be here at Adelaide Oval Saturday night, 7-10. So that will be a very interesting game, as will the first final, which is at the MCG on Friday night between Melbourne and the Blues. Yeah, and uh, talking about um, Port Adelaide last night, I watched the game between that. And, and I tweeted during the game, and this was after Charlie Cameron's second goal, where they played Take Me Home Country Road, and they'd stopped the song, and the crowd kept singing. <laughs> so my question to you, Dan Menzel, without notice, is what's better at an AFL game? Is it 
Never tear us apart or take me home country road. <laughs> oh, I'm sitting at the outlet over right now, so I'll go with never tear us apart. Um, but no, yeah, that was um, that was very well done. It's it's good to see the they've had some finals there over the last few years. The Lions fans, and yes. so they are due and waiting for success. And look, they look prime. They look ready to go. They are going to be as hard to beat as anyone at the Gabba. So they have a clear path now to that grand final. Uh, for Port Adelaide, look, they'll come back here against GWS, who they did beat here about a month ago yes. and quite comprehensively as well. So there'll be a few decisions around selection. But if they can get the job done there, then Collingwood awaits at the MCG in a prelim. Yes, it'll be uh, it's a tough road. I, th- I think Collingwood and Brisbane are probably the favourites at this point. But let's get on to our sample uh, action today. Two big games. And we are here in the South Plaza, in the Telstra Plaza. Come and say hello to us. Dan Menzel, Paul Bonzer here, pre-game. And we're here thanks to Homestart Finance. Get into your home sooner with Homestart Finance. And the Homestart Finance girls are next to us here. And you can get your face painted. Ooh. You're going to get some face, one of each one of each on each cheek, Dan? I've got a few teams to get on, on the face. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I am very excited for the dogs. I know the boys are yeah. up and about. And uh, like I said, there's been a, a few guys that have been there for a number of years. Justin Hoskins, 200th game today. That's great. Um, played finals early in his career. And now, obviously, they're back in it. So, exciting times for the dogs. Um, but the Double Blues, they'll look to bounce back after a game that they probably should have won last week. We're in control early. And then the Crows just come flying home and a a huge win from the Crows. All right, let's have a look at the latest team uh, news. We've got the teams just text through to us. Thanks to, firstly, for Sturt, as Kona Cranes and D-Mag hooked on safety. Any changes in the Sturt lineup? Um, Obviously, three big outs. We can talk about that. Firstly, Amos Doyle, the Ruckman, goes down with a bit of a knee injury. Yep. Will Coomba suspended. Yep. So he misses out, and Guy Page is a little bit of a hammy. Yeah, I'm almost. I'm going to say it's four big big outs. He didn't play last week. Pat Wilson in the league yes. team, but he did play in the reserves, and unfortunately hurt his knee. And it's a partial ACL, which he's had surgery on, and he will be out for the rest of the season. So. For Sturt, the Double Blues fans won't love hearing it, but effectively out of their best team today is Paddy Wilson, Guy Page, Amos Doyle and Will Coomless. Now, yep. that is huge in the scheme of things and maybe it opens the door a little bit for the Dogs that um, they've got a wounded Sturt team that's come off a, a loss last week they should have won. So the opportunity is there today. Be interesting to see how they replace those guys. For the Dogs, they're pretty healthy. They go in in really good health. They've got um, guys that are flying at the moment. We know Harry Grant has had an incredible season. Yes. Um, Aiden Grace, five last week. So they are in some really good form, and uh, they, they should be every chance today. Central's team brought to us by Panasonic Air Conditioning, Panasonic Comfort Cloud. Set your air conditioning from your phone. Jeez, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, Before okay. you get home, just turn the aircon on. Yeah, it'd be perfect leading into the summer months, which is coming up. Again, we've got perfect 19 degrees today. But um, this is, like I said, these are the days you wake up and you want to be playing finals footy at Adelaide Oval. All your footy action coming you today on uh, SEN. And we're kicking goals with the Grand Chancellor Adelaide's free extras. Back soon. Back to PBS and TMD at hostpass.com.au. Welcome back to semi-final day here at the Adelaide Oval. First game up uh, for broadcast is Central's taking on Sturt. And we're here for Homestart Finance. Get into your home sooner with Homestart Finance and get some face painted. You get your face painted. 
thanks to Homestart Finance right next to us here in the plaza. And this is the pre-game show for Kona Cranes and DMAG hooked on safety. And for Balfour's, no matter your club colours, Balfour's are for the game. Paul Bonzer, Dan Menzel with you. Uh, men's a massive day. We love finals. But big game. Let's talk about this game in particular. What's uh, your analysis? What's going to happen in this first game? Yeah, look, it's a really interesting game, this game. Stur, who finished second on the table with 14 wins and four losses, take on the Dogs, who finished fourth with nine wins and nine losses. But both these teams defensively have been really good this season. They've been really well set behind the ball, and we'll see that today. It might not necessarily be the easiest to score for both sides, and that's been the strength of both of these teams. So... So far this season, there's only been seven points that have separated these two teams yep. in the two matchups. So in round four, the Dogs took on Sturt. Sturt won that game 9-9-63 at home to 9-6-60. They came from behind in that game. And then in round 16, they played each other out at X Convenience Oval. And the Dogs 9-5-59 lost to the Double Blues 8-14-62, where they kicked four in the last of the Double Blues. Yeah, I was just going to say that. That's where they, they, they just stole that game, didn't they? They did. The Double Blues. They really did. So those were two really close close matchups, which I think we'll see again today. So it'll be interesting to see. We've talked about the double blues outs in this game, which are certainly going to hurt them. Without Will Coombless, um, Aiden Grace kicked five for the Dogs last week. I expect we'll see Luke Edmonds go to him today. It might have been Coombless, but he's yep. suspended. So Edmonds will likely get that job. A couple other matchups really looking forward to seeing is Harry Grant. He has had a sensational year. Now, who goes to him? Is it Lewis? Is it Battersby? Is it a combination? Be a really good battle in the middle of the ground. Or do they shake hands at the start of the day? And and, I'll see you at the end up to 30 35. touches each, yeah. It, look, it'll be interesting to see. But um, And then down the other end, Josh Hones had a sensational year for the Double Blues. And if they are going to win today, you feel like he has to have a real impact. Now, he will get the matchup of Billy Isles, who's had a really yep. good season as well. So there's a couple of really good matchups that we'll keep an eye on and certainly keep you uh, educated about as the day goes on. But for mine in this game, it's whoever stays in the game for longer. We saw that last week with the Dogs over Port Adelaide. Port jumped them, but they just stayed in the game and they kept coming and they were in the hunt and eventually they got over the top of the Port Adelaide footy team. And it was a bit the same with the Sturt game as well against the Crows. So what I like about the Dogs, and we've seen that this season, is there's less emphasis on their older brigade, on their more yes. experienced brigade, which is Presbury, Hoskin, who plays his 200 today, and Jared Schiller. The likes of Harry Grant, Lenke, Liddy, Chisholm, these guys have come through and really taken that load on, which is why, as a team across the park this year, they've been much better. And so that's what I expect to see today. The other one that will be interesting is the Dogs play at X Convenience Oval. Now, we all know that's probably the biggest ground in the in world. world. It's <laughs> yes. massive out there, and Adelaide yes. Oval is a big ground. Yes. So they will, without a doubt, and the way they finished last week as well, be saying, hey, we'll be able to spread on this double blue side. They play at Wigan Oval, maybe the smallest ground in the world, so we'll be able to get them on the outside. So let's back ourselves in that if we're in the game, we can get them on the spread. And for the double blues, they've been training at Theberton Oval to be able to get used to an Adelaide Oval size of ground. So it didn't quite pay off from last week where they ran out of gas, but um, can they get it done today? I think they'll back themselves in matchup-wise against the Dogs. They've beat them twice this season, but can they replace those guys that they've lost will be the real challenge for the Double Blues. Central's definitely take some confidence going into a last quarter, even if they're a little bit behind. Two weeks in a row yep. now, they've come back to beat the same team, Port Adelaide, Yes, but they've got that, they would have that confidence if they're a couple of goals down at three-quarter time, they're not going to think they're out of the game. No, exactly right, and that, that will give the Dogs belief that the challenge or the question I have there, Bonds, is Port Adelaide are ranked 10th in the competition in defence. They are not a good defensive side. So the Dogs have kicked scores against 
them in the second half in the both of the last two games they've played. But the double blues will be much more short up defensively. So they can't rely on themselves from shotgunning and coming from behind to be able to get a well-set defensive team like Sturt. Ask you a question about the double blues. With Coombless out of the side, McFadden's been playing up forward the yes, last few weeks. Great is, he, is he the guy that goes back and fills that hole? It's a very good question. I don't know if they need to do that against the Dogs because you've, you've got Aiden Grace um, and Hugo Munn. Hugo Munn. Uh, that role as well, but they don't. It's, if they were playing Glenelg, without a doubt, I think he would be playing back because you need to match up a McBean and Hosey and Reynolds and McGree when he goes down there. But I don't think they'll be as stretched defensively. I think they like the look of McFadden in the forward line because they realise that they're probably not as potent as they still would like to be. If Josh Hone doesn't hit the scoreboard, you question whether they'll kick more than ten goals in a game. Gribble so and Burrows tend to tend to come in and out of the game. They have been yes. much better this year, yes, but definitely. you feel like that extra option is why they put McFadden forward. But, um, no, it will be an interesting watch to see whether they do make that change. Now, for Sturt fans, this isn't a great stat, but the one game that Will Coomless didn't play this season, they lost by 105 points against Glenelg. So It's not all, surely that's not his fault. Well, no, he may, he's, maybe yes. he's worth 105 maybe. points. But if that's the case, then the Dogs will win by 105. But um, you hope that they can fill... The void of Will Coomless not playing today has been such an important player back there in the defence for the Double Blues. So McFadden, definitely watch that to see if he does come back or not. All right, and, and you mentioned uh, Harry Grant and the midfield of the Dogs. What about the defence of the Dogs? Yep. Like they've, done, they've got um, uh, Bryn Little, I, I think, has been a great addition for he them has, this year. The other year. one has been massive, George Kendall. Yes. He has been... Uh, he has been... I, I, did my team of the year for SEN and the sample show midweek a couple of weeks ago, and he was one who only just missed out. And yep. I don't think many would actually have his name up there for potential team of the year, but I know that internally he's rated extremely highly. They've been wrapped with his season this year, and the jobs that he has done has been first class. So they've got Kendall back there. Boochner, so does he go to Bur- Burrows, or do you think Boochner goes to Burrows? Uh, I think that what we'll see is Boochner maybe go to Burrows, and you'll get Kendall... He could go. He could go to McFadden if he's forward, because yeah. I feel like McFadden is that type of player. He reads the game really well. He's probably their most dangerous in the air. But um, I wouldn't be surprised how they play that. We know that we've talked about the Isles and and uh, Hone matchup. But you're right. There's some lesser likes in the Central's backline that have done a really good job for them this year, and it's why they are ranked third in defense this season. They're only conceding 65 points a game, so they have been very good down back. We're down here in Telstra Plaza, out the front of the Adelaide Oval semi-final day in the sample. The Double Blues taking on the Dogs. People getting their face painted. Look at this gentleman here. He looks a legend with centrals across his forehead. And, uh, no, it's a great day, semi-final day. Perfect weather. So if you were thinking about coming down to the Adelaide Oval, just get down here. It's going to be a great day of sample footy. And we are here thanks to the Grand Chancellor Hotel Adelaide. Kicking goals with Grand Chancellor Adelaide's free extras. Um, after after the break, men, so you, you caught up with one of SENSA's very own, Mark Ross, uh, does some commentary with us, but uh, on the sample show during the week, we're going to uh, play that as, uh, give us a bit of time to get back upstairs and call this game. Yeah, no, we will. Rossi was great. It's very, I was very interested to ask about the list build for the dogs and how they've done it and whether they may be ahead of their time and he does elaborate on that and how they have got such a a number of players in and how that's played out for the Dogs. So definitely a good listen there to Rossi. And, uh, no, they, they're in a good position. They, they're underage teams. They're under-16s. They're into the grand final. The under-18s lost the prelim and the reserves 
lost the semi-final. So yep. they are thereabouts as a Sturt. They're, stir, they're under 16s and 18s are into the grand final as well, and the reserves are in a prelim. So both these clubs, across the clubs, are having really good seasons. All right, stay with SENSA all day today. First up, it'll be the Double Blues taking on the Doggies and then the Tigers taking on the Adelaide Crows. Back soon. The Cranes and DMAC. Welcome back to Sample semi-final day. Glorious day in Adelaide. First up, it's the first semi-final. The Double Blues taking on Centrals. And we've just seen the toss of the coin. Paul Bonds with Dan Menzel with you. Menzel, it looks like Sturt have won the toss and they will kick to the Riverbank stand or City end. Yeah, rather bizarre start, actually, to the toss. False start. The first <laughs> yeah. toss they did and then they picked it back up. So uh, not sure what happened there, but... Um, Look, I don't think it makes much of a difference, the coin toss today, because as we look at the flags here at Adelaide Oval, there is not a breath of wind. It is a perfect day for footy, so every team will get their opportunity at every end because there won't be many, many... There probably won't be a scoring end and there won't be much wind at all throughout the whole day. Only a couple of minutes before we start here. Uh, men's for Knightsman Bespoke Tailors, Adelaide's Masters of Tailoring. Let's get the final word from you. Who's going to win this and why? Yeah, we talked about this already, that it'll be a battle of the two defences here and who can stand up, whether it's Aiden Grace in the forward line, Nick Lang, I really like the way he goes about it for the dogs, or whether it's Josh Hone and McFadgen if he's forward. I think whichever team kicks more than 10 goals today wins this game. And so I'm going to go the dogs in a close game, four-point game. I think that we've mentioned already the other two games this year, three points to the double blues and four points to the double blues. I think the dogs will win this one by under a goal as well. It's going to be a great contest, so wherever you're listening around the country, stay with us all day. Big clash here. The Double Blues taking on Centrals, and then later today, top of the table, table Tigers taking on the Adelaide Crows, who stormed over the top of the Double Blues last weekend to earn their spot in the second semi-final. The winner of that game, obviously, straight into the big one, the big GF on September 24, right here. Any uh, thing you can spot out early as the players make their way to their positions? Yeah, well, one that is interesting is we've talked about it. McFadgen is forward. So we talked about with Wilkermless out for the double blues, would McFadgen go back to help out that defence? But no, he is starting at full forward. Next to him is Josh Hone. That's the two players that the dogs are going to have to watch out for in the defence. Now, we know that Billy Isles is likely to make his way down to Josh Hone, and McFadgen will, will certainly let you know who's got that matchup. But in the middle of the grounds, one of the most tantalising matchups for the day will be Harry Grant, and he's got, uh, in the middle, he's got James Battersby by the looks. I think that might be Dakin. Just have a look through the... You're right, Battersby has now gone to Presbury, so Dakin yep. and... Dakin and ground, that's interesting. That, that is more than likely going to be a close check today. First quarter is for Scouts Recycling Centre, 11 locations across South Australia. And there's a bounce to get us underway in the first semi-final. No one won the toss. Face marks went to ground. I think might have copped an errant elbow in the head, but he's up again. Now he's down again. The ball's on the turf and the umpire will come in. No, he won't. He let it play. Lewis got up. Ball come out to Dakin. He kicked it inside forward 50. Bushner's going to run onto this, gathered it beautifully in one hand, but his kick was horrible around the corner. Allowed Tearley in, home, nice half volley from him. Goes back towards Josh Shute, close to the boundary line. 
Gave it to Richards. Richards around the body inside 50, back with the flight. Now the handball to Lewis around the corner. Kicks the first one for the Double Blues. That is a fast start for the Double Blues. Just first to the footy and Central's reactionary there. Really nice start. Josh Hone coming out. He had three or four metres on Billy Isles. Was able to take the ball and get it out to his teammates. And a really nice finish from Tom Lewis, who is going to be massive in this game. He's got Leighton Chisholm going to him early, who's done some jobs throughout the season as well for the Dogs. So it'll be an interesting watch there to see. Great start for Tom Lewis and the Double Blues. They kick the first major only a minute into the first quarter here. Doesn't kick too many goals, uh, does Tom Lewis. In fact, that's his first goal for the year. Yeah. So uh, great start for him. And on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard, stirred a one goal. Central's yet to score. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for the all-electric here. EV6 GT Supercar. So a couple of those matchups. McFadgen has Kendall at fullback, and at the other end, Edmonds goes to Hugo Munn. McCormick did well in the ruck contest, gets his own clearance. High kick to half forward underneath the ball. What a nice grab. Taken by Becker. Really nicely done there. Becker short to face Sparks. Got the handball. Zach Becker goes short. Nice kick, Richards. Wearing the goggles today, Richards. Kicks to half forward, Joel Tearley. Loops the handball over the top to Dakin. Hurried kick inside 50. Kendall did well, attacked the footy. Little's there and he's wrapped up in a tackle. And the umpire will come in and ball it in, ball it up. So we saw last week they had success early in the game, the double blues by coming back through the middle and taking the game on. Becker does it there to go through the middle and puts the double blues inside 50. I thought Richards was wearing goggles, but he's actually got the... Uh, the old, the old school basketball cheek protector. Yes. Where the, early the face mask. Early 25 here to Cole Presbury. Presbury is broadcast side. Just a defensive side of centre wing. He kicks to half forward. In front, Munn. Good spoil from behind. Lewis down low. Picked up the footy. Wrapped up by Schiller. Going nowhere and the umpire will ball it up. Half forward right for the Dogs. Yeah, Munn had a great start last week, men's, in uh, the elimination final. Lewis dives on the footy, wrapped up by Presbury, and we'll have another stoppage. So, with no Amos Doyle today, a big job for Daniel Faye Sparks against Billy McCormack in the ruck. It'd certainly favour McCormack, so a huge match-up and job for Faye Sparks today. Chisholm's half-kick was smothered, and again, we'll have another ball up. Just gone three and a half minutes on the Denron Metals clock, your scrap metal dealer. And again, we'll get another stoppage. So nice and tight early in the first semi-final. Bad crowd in too early in this one. Streaming out of the pack was Larkins outside of the boot. Great start for the dogs. Larkins just burst out of that stoppage. Went with the outside of the boot from about 45 metres. Slotted it for their first. Their one goal. Sturt a one goal on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. Now that is a nice finish from Jai Larkins. That is an inspirational moment thanks to Burbank Homes inspiring designs and personal service. He's come out of the contest there. Had a little bit more time but threw it on the outside of the right boot on the wrong side. He's kicked a check side 
and he has absolutely flushed it to the scoreboard end. That is a beautiful finish, and that is a team-lifting moment. Really nicely done there from Jai Larkins, and just comes straight through the front of the stoppage, and all of a sudden, five minutes into this game, we have this game locked up at a goal apiece. Just what we want. Perfect day for footy. Great start by both teams. McCormick tapped towards Presbury. Can't win the footy. He yeah. held up Battersby, and Battersby will get the free kick. Battersby just had an ultra-consistent season. He's done it for the last four or five years now, Bonds. Yeah. He just does it every year, and he's going to be he's going to figure heavily in today's matchup. Kick was outstanding to Slimming on the run. Kicks inside 50, hits Burrows on the lead. About 45 metres out. And a bit better than a 45-degree angle, Lockie Burrows. So it's going to be a really important clearance game today. We, we mentioned in the pre-game show that both these sides are set really well defensively behind the ball. Their number one, their A game is their defense. It's not their offense. And so if you can win the ball from clearance and get it out into space where it's one-on-ones ahead of the footy, it'll give you the advantage today. And we just saw it on that occasion. Bat has been really nice kick. And as a result here, the double blues line up for their second goal through Lockie Burrows from about 45 out. 33 goals in this regular season. Pretty good contact. We're right behind it. And the umpire, goal umpire, didn't move much at all. Second goal on the board to the Double Blues. Their two goal centrals are one goal on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard. Balfour's for the game. We're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. Yeah, you mentioned it, Lockie Burrows, so far this season. It's up to 36 goals now for Burrows with a couple last week. He's had a sensational year for the Double Blues. He's one that they really struggled in offense last year. We mentioned throughout the season that they lost Abe Davis at the end of the year. So they had to have someone come in and replace him. And Burroughs has done a terrific job. And uh, as a result, kicks the double loose second goal. And it's just some really nice passages to play from the center bounce. Good crowd in. Perfect day for footy here at the Adelaide Oval. Semi-final action. Up later, the Tigers taking on the Crows. McCormick again won the tap down, starting to dominate early in the middle. The Central's Ruckman, but we'll get another stoppage. He's won that tap again. Liddy's trying to work hard for the dog. So is Tealy for the double blues. They're both on the deck. Umpire's learning at play, trying to get the ball out, and it does come out. The kick from McCormick to half forward. Charlie Fryer in a battle. Did well. Here comes Barrow. Umpire's seen some holding. And it's going the way of the double blues. So Fryer. It will be one to watch, though, for the double blues. The hit-out count already 6-1 to one early. So you spot on there the stats thanks to budget car and truck rental, and we make a difference. McCormack, really nice start early. Got that clearance as well. Kicks down the wing. And we'll have another stoppage broadcast side right in front of your SENSA commentary position. Paul Bonds and Dan Menzel with you. And we're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. McCormick again wins the tap down. Harry Grant will run onto this. Little handball to Whiteland. He couldn't quite gather. He was under pressure from Lewis. Casey Voss got a kick away. He was dragged down after he kicked it. So it'll be a free kick downfield to Ollie Gribble. Real waste no time. Thumps it long towards Richards. Back with the flight. Well done, Billy Isles. This ball fell to McFadgen. His snap is to the right-hand side. Skinny side misses. 
2-1 plays one goal. Really well done, Billy Isles. It had to come across and force that spoil. McFadgen, we know he can kick a goal and just misses near side. The Dogs quickly play on, though, and out of defence. Goes to the wing. Big mark over the top, Becker. He started well, Becker, hasn't he? Has he? Started very well. Coming into the side with Kumblis out. That suspension. Voss has it. Goes towards Frederick on the outer wing. It was a great kick. A lot of space out here for Casey Voss today. They're going to have to keep an eye on him, the dogs, because we know what he can do with the foot in hand. Kick inside 50. Big pack forms. Gribble from behind went with the spoil. The 200 gamer Hoskin just walked it casually over the boundary line. We'll have a throw in in the left forward pocket 25 metres around from goal. Big job today, Bonds, for Charlie Fryer. He's only 19 years of age. He has the job on Aiden Grace, who kicked five last week for the Dogs. So really backing in the youngster there to do the job against Aiden Grace. McCormick won the tap down. Hone was hovering. Gathered the ball now. Good pressure from McClellan. Ball comes loose. Ends up with Voss. A flat kick inside 50. Went about 16 metres onto the chest of James Matthews. Yeah, not intended by Voss, but they had a really good setup behind the ball there, the double blues. And to be completely honest, there hasn't been anywhere near anyone near Casey Voss for the last couple of minutes of play, which I reckon when they when these two teams played each other in their last matchup, round 16, the dogs taken on Sturt, but even round four, Casey yeah. Voss featured in the best players in those games. We called those games. Yes. So they've got to make sure they keep an eye on him. Matthews from 47 metres straight in front. Loves it. Another goal to the Double Blues. Quick start for them. They're three goals, one. Central's are one goal on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. Yeah, no, really nice finish there from 50 metres out. It's a, it's a good start for the Double Blues. They started really well last week. Uh, so the, this is very yes. much similar for both these teams. The Dogs were behind early. The double Blues are fast starters. But a couple of stats are going to look out for thanks to budget car and truck rental and we make a difference. Well, the marks early in this game, it's 9-0 to zero in the Double Blues' favour. We know that the Double Blues want to get the ball. They want to be able to play an uncontested game. And you see the likes of Frederick and Voss get it in their hands. They are so damaging when they don't have that pressure. And so it's something the Dogs will have to take away to be able to negate the offensive movement of the Double Blues. Hugo Munn has gone into the ruck for the Dogs up against Faye Sparks. It's another one that's 10-1 to yeah. one in hitouts. On the tap down to Liddy. He's wrapped up by Tierley and the umpire comes in and we'll ball it up again. We've gone 11 minutes in the first term on the Denron Medals clock. Your scrap metal dealer. Face Barks won that tap down. Might have heard a roar from the crowd then for <laughs> him winning a tap. It's a bit harsh. Gribble with half forward. He's tackled by Bushnett and we'll have another stoppage. Yeah, so they're not winning many taps, but it's not hurting them at all. They're seven to two inside 50s, the double blues. Shoot was there. Matthews. Threw the handball out to Frederick. Little sideways handballs to Dakin. Now Voss running past. Will kick it long inside 50. Floating back. Nice mark, Little. Yeah, really well done, Bryn Little again. So Dudley's the one who has the job or effectively has Casey Voss playing on him. Now that is concerning for mine. He's just finding far too much space early in this game. Doing some heavy lifting for Kona Cranes and D-Mag. Hooked on safety. Mark taken by Shay Linky at Left half back. Goes short to Lange. Only their second mark for the game. This is what they got to do here, the Dogs, is just take a little bit of pressure out of the game, be able to dictate the tempo a little bit. It's a nice kick from Lange down the line. Was to Munn, but a big spoil from Faye Sparks. 
In case Barks will run off and have a rest. And Lockie Burrows will inject it into the ruck. Gives Hugo Mana a big hip and shoulder in the back. <laughs> He's running past Bill Fredley Suff. We'll have a throw in. Centre wing. Western side of Adelaide Oval. Beautiful sunshine. Munn won that tap down. Lewis gathered the footy, stole it out of the hands of Liddy. And we'll have another stoppage. Chisholm got the job on Tom Lewis today. More early in this one so far. Chisholm with the footy, tackled by Lewis, the tackling machine. Yeah, and no we'll surprise. He's up to three tackles so far today. Tom Lewis leading the competition for tackles by a fair amount as well. It's just a lead, isn't he? As he runs out from that stoppage. Hamble back to Voss. Henry Carey dropped the handball and had just enough time to get it to Voss. We've got a handball out to space. What well done by Whiteland. Attack the footy in there as Gilman as well. And Josh Shooters forced over the boundary line. We'll have a throw in. Not a lot of room around the contest, men's. It's hard to get a clean possession. Yeah, it's what you expect in a final, I guess. It is, but it's also the way these two teams play. They do pack up the contest as well. And we saw Tom Lewis try and burst out of that contest. Is what I want to see a bit more from both sides. Use your legs, get out of that inner circle. Munn got to the front, won the tap down to Schiller. Nice handball inside. Cooper Darms trying to run into trouble. Chisholm, little fake, and then handballed straight to his captain who was wrapped up. Probably not the best option. Might have been better putting it on the boot. Yep. No, so really well done, Jared Schiller. Get the ball out to Cooper Darms there, but you've got to go forward. You've broken the line there. Instead, comes back to the contest, and as a result, the Double Blues too good with their tackling pressure. Slimming. Nice, clean pickup. Hurried kick around the body to half forward. Gribble. McFadgen got a nice bounce, and then kick to Gribble inside 50. Or just stop and hold. He's about 45 metres out, not much of an angle. That is superbly done from Gribble there. His body work on his opponents on Little was very good. The ball bounced the wrong way, so he didn't actually win the footy, but he took his opponent out of the contest and got forward hard, and as a result, McFadden kicks it, and he gets on the end of one. So really well done, gets the rewards in the end, and now we'll have a shot from just inside 50 to put the double blues through for their fourth major, just 15 minutes into this first term. We'll kick from 48. Got under the ball a little bit, and it's fading right across the face out on the full. Not uh, not the best effort from Ollie. Yeah, not his prettiest kick, Ollie. But again, a little bit like Burroughs. Had a really good season for the Double Blues this year up in the forward line. Took a nice hanger last week as well. Mm. Remember that? As Cooper Darms has the ball in the back pocket on the eastern side. He just kicks down the line. Massive pack of players here. Burroughs just... Broke open that pack, just flew. Unrealistic attempt. George Kendall will get the free kick. I don't know what Lockie was looking at there, but he was nowhere near the footy. <laughs> see it here on the replay. Very clumsy from Mr. Burrows. High kick down the line. Hugo Munn. Takes the mark. Got a nice block there as well. Undertaken the uncontested mark. Still a long way from home. Big Hugo. He kicks it inside 50. Barrow will fly for this one. The spoil came from Burrows, and it rolls out of bounds. We'll have a throw in 55 around from Central's goal. Just their third inside 50 for the day for the Dogs in comparison to the Double Blues who had nine so far. Just that's thanks to budget car and truck rental, and we make a difference. It's something that they just got to get the ascendancy 
and get a bit more control in the game. The Dogs, because the Double Blues at the moment are better in the contest. Burrow's got to the front, won the tap. Presbury led with his head. And the umpire will come in and ball it up again. Yeah, well umpired there. Ducked the head a little bit there, Presbury, and not given, and as a result, a ball up. Quick restart. Munn, the tap down. Dakin took the footy to Battersby with the hands. Shoot around the corner. Marked by Harry Grant. 70 from home. Will kick to a dangerous spot. Barrow was in front and flew. Couldn't hang on to it. In the balls on the turf. And again, we'll have another ball up. Just like a little bit more movement up in the forward line for the dogs there. Very predictable where that ball was going. And the double blue's got a lot of numbers back inside their D50 now. 14 of their players effectively inside their D50. So just really crowding up that back line really well. From the ball up, we get another ball up. Ned Walder got his hands on the footy. Burrows, quick kick out of the danger zone. Kendall got a little handball off to Darms. Darms wobbled one inside 50. Casey Voss ran to the footy, met it, and just booted it out to the wing. Now it's a race. Dakin might get there first. Got a bad bounce, Dakin. Allowed Cooper Darms to clean up. Went with the handball to Hoskin, and he went short to Harry Grant. Good footy. Down the line, Whitelam. to keep possession of the ball here. The dogs for a while. Kicks inside 50. Burrows in the hole. Oh. Big mark over the top. I think it's, it is Burrow. It's uh, Burrow. Marcus Burrow. He's marked it 45 out on about a 48 degree angle. Yeah, look, he's always played above his height, Marcus Burrow, and he's always had good hands, and when he jumps in and flies, he's 188 centimetres, but he does mark it like a key forward, and a really strong contested grab. They haven't taken many marks today, so an important one inside 50 in Marksboro to have a shot from 40 out. Tough angle, though. Tender mark of the day. That's a lovely kick off the boot from Marcus Burrow. Second one on the board for the Dogs. They're two goals. Central's, uh, sorry, Sturt are three goals. One on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. Yeah, and that, without a doubt, it was Central District play of the quarter. Knightsman, Bespoke, Taylors, and Homestart Finance. They haven't had a lot things, a lot, a lot of things go their way so far in this opening term, the Dogs, but uh, really nicely done. I like how they got back here. Cooper Darms, a nice handball out to Justin Hoskin. What I'd like to see is how Harry Grant's spread from stoppage is why he got back and he got that uncontested mark, and they're able to move the ball down the ground and Marcus Burrow takes a strong contested mark and finishes really well, and all of a sudden they're back within seven points. No surprise that Harry Grant gets a couple of touches, and it finally ends in a, a goal to the Dogs. It's a big reason for their success this year, the number 10 for the Dogs. 19 and a half minutes gone on the Denron Metals clock, your scrap metal dealer. The ball squirts out, face Bucks couldn't pick it up, Dakin can. His kick went about 10 metres. Cooper Darns should have won a free kick and did. But a front on contact from Josh Shoot. Just steadied a little bit here, the dogs, they which have. they needed to do. We know what happened last week against Port Adelaide. They were down early and they managed to wear their way into the game. And conversely, the double blues, fast start, and they fell away. So they'll be happy with this start. The, do the dogs are working their way into it. Isles kicked down the line. Mark by face, Barks, and he caught one. Yeah, just a little late one there from Linky it was, who 
Not a lot in it, but just put the arm in to go, oh, I'm going to make you earn this. And it's given him all of about 17 metres. Oh, he goes back a bit further now, but it's not a big 25, that one, boss. I think Facebook's put a bit of mayo on that as well. Yeah. So, again, you'll see this. The directive here, there's a lot of space here at Adelaide Oval. It's come back inside, but unfortunately, if you don't hit the kick, it is dangerous. And an opportunity here for the dogs on turnover through Lang. Langy, it's the handball forward. Cooper Darms kicks inside, forward 50. Dudley, one grab, two grabs. A pike hook play on. Off hands, sure. Shovel to handball out to Grace. He was pushing the back. Still play on, the umpire calls. 10 metres out, well, probably 20 metres out from Central's goal right in front. Central's fans not happy. They wanted a free kick. Quick restart. The ball up. Whitelam out of the pack. Kicks towards goal, but it's wide and rolls out of bounds. Last position free kick to the double blues. So a real opportunity. They didn't take it there, the dogs, but they've got to get up and cut out the inside corridor against the double blues today because if they do that, they'll get opportunities like that and can really hurt the double blues on turnover. Marty Frederick has the ball at halfback. Got it from Carey. Come down the broadcast wing. It's long. Kendall's there, and so is Jez McClellan. Kicks back inside. Dangerous, but good mark by Hoskin. Hoskin short to Grant. He's got Presby running. Just couldn't get the handball away. Now it's Liddy. Forward handball to Presby. Presby's kick's not fantastic. On the half volley, picked up by Ned Walters. To Lewis, to Battersby. Battersby's got slimming on this outer wing. This Broadcast wing finds him. Just held onto the footy, allowed Wingard to run past. Wingard gets it to Frederick. Frederick long, a kick inside, forward 50 in a pretty good spot. Burrows. George Kendall did really well with the spoil and will have a throw in 20 metres around from the double blues goal. Yeah, some turnovers in the middle of the ground there has made a bit of an up and down match in the last couple of minutes, but Frederick just floated off the boot there. Couldn't quite get the penetration on it long and as a result, Central's get back, and it's a ball up inside 50. Boundary throw in here. About 20 metres out from the double blues goal. Short throw in. Ends up with Hone. Hone has a snapshot outside of the boot. And through for a minor score. 3-2 plays two goals. Double blues leading it on the Hotel Grand Chancellor scoreboard. Balfords are for the game. We're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. Um, Men's who's doing some heavy lifting for Conan Crane's D Mag yeah, on safety. There's a few at the moment as we I'll get back to that because yeah. Hoskin brought it back inside from the kick in, really dangerous kick, and it opened up the game beautifully. But unfortunately for the dogs, turnover from McLennan gives the double blues a chance. Oh, oh wow. Great intercept mark from Bryn Little. Speaking of that heavy lifting there, thanks to Conan Crane's and D Mag hooked on safety. That is a sensational intercept mark from Bryn Little because that was a certain mark coming out from full forward there. Yeah, it was going to hit Burrows on the chest. Burrows. The courage going back against the flight. Casey Voss run down from behind by Grace. Didn't hear him coming. There's a potential player that quarter for Knightsman bespoke Taylors, if I can spit that out. And Homestart Finance. That's Grace. a challenge. That one. <laughs> Has it on the outer wing. Kicks inside 50. Barrow gets the crumbs, oh, no. kick towards goal, and it floats out of bounds on the full. I was with you there, men's off the boot. It looked all right. He kicked a nice, he kicked a nice goal before from uh, a little bit, a little bit tighter on the boundary as well. But um, yeah, now good pressure from the double blues there, and they'll now look to release out of their D50. Dogs kicking to the scoreboard end or cathedral end at Adelaide Oval. 
Double blues with possession. Casey Voss, he's had a big quarter. I'll get you to check his stats. Yeah, he's up to seven now for Voss. So only trailing Jared Dakin, who's at eight for the double blues. Kick to the wing, Harry Grant. Campbell back to Cooper Darms. Short kick, close to the boundary line, marked by Shaw. Well, Shaw's got Grant on again if he wants him. Goes there now. Just finds a way to find the footy, Harry Grant. This is going to be possession number eight. We'll be leading all comers on the ground. Starting to really have an impact and an influence on this game. I don't think he touched it in the first six minutes either. Sure. Kick inside forward 50. McCormick in the middle of that pack. No one can take the mark. And we'll have a ball up as Faye Sparks is tackled to the ground by McCormick. We're inside Central's forward 50. Left forward pocket. Lange went to ground. Umpire's hovering, but we'll ball it up. Yeah, so we've mentioned that they've wrestled back the ascendancy, the dogs with it. They're up to 15 marks compared to Sturt's 18, and the inside 50 is now 11 to 10, so a much more even game, which is why the dogs, it looks like they're in a really good position in this game now. They've found their feet, eight points behind, ball inside their forward 50, 26 minutes into this first quarter. Eight-point lead to the double blues. Kick off the ground. Goes towards Gribble. Hoskin picked it up cleanly. Hamble back to McClellan. He kicks Smart. towards Barrow, who takes the mark on 50. Classy footballer, Jez McClellan, really well way to kick there to Barrow. Kicks to the top of the square. Almost through the hands. There it went of Schiller. Hurried kick out. Frederick and Isles. Isles cop one high. We'll get the free kick. It's sloppy there from Marty Frederick. Billy Isles doesn't mind kicking a goal, Billy. Yeah, no, he dropped the shoulder well there, Billy, as well. So drew the free kick, and we mentioned it. They have really wrestled about that ascendancy. 11-11 inside 50s now, and a chance here to put the dogs within two points heading into the quarter-time break. It's been a quarter of two halves, really, hasn't it? Blues started really well, and the dogs just fighting their way back. Billy Isles from 48 metres, just fading, minus score. Kicked it like a defender. He did. Two goals, one centrals, three goals, two the double blues on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We are here for the Kia EV6 GT Supercar. Casey Voss will bring the ball back in. Burrows. Went with the spoil, Presbury. Got the scraps, a little handball to Kendall. Good smother from Battersby. High tackle. I think that's Hone, uh, Hone it is. Yeah. Spence went short to Gribble. Broadcast side. Gets the lead from Tierley. Doesn't matter, siren sounds. So quarter time in the first semi-final. The Double Blues have a seven-point lead. They're three goals, 220 Central's 2-1-13. Back at the Adelaide Oval very, very shortly. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Adelaide Oval. It's quarter time in the first semi-final. Sturt have a seven-point lead, 3-2-20 Central's 2-1-13 on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard. Bouffers are for the game. Paul Bonds and Dan Menzel with you. Men's, look at, let's look at some stats for budget car and truck rental and we make a difference. Yeah, so look, the game started with the Double Blues right on top in this one. Early, they were out to 10-2 to two inside 50s early in the game, but 
it is 11 to 11 at quarter time. So the dogs really got themselves back into the game. The clearances still 11 to 6 in their favour, but the hitouts we mentioned this at 17 to 10 in the dogs' favour. McCormack started the game really well. And if we get to some of the individual stat getters on the ground so far, it's no surprise that Harry Grant is leading. All comers on the ground with nine possessions in that first quarter. Three inside 50s. He's been very good so far. Dakin up to eight for the double blues. He's also had four clearances in this game, right. Jared Dakin. So he started really well inside. Boss has had eight touches as well. So the dogs have to keep an eye on him this quarter because we know how dangerous and how damaging he can be with the footy. So you mentioned it before the game. Do the mids go at the start of the game, shake hands and say, we'll see yes. you at the end. Well, Dakin went to Harry Grant at the start of the game. Dakin's had eight, Harry Grant's had nine. So uh, interesting to see what happens in this quarter. But look, I think both sides will be happy with their first term. The Double Blues started fast, but the Dogs just feel will feel like they've got themselves back into the game and it's on their terms at the moment. So really interesting second term about to start here at Adelaide Oval. Second quarter for the Scouts Recycling Centre, 11 locations across South Australia. Gotta love the Scouts. After your bottles and cans, goes to your local recycling centre. There's the bounce to get us underway. Faye Sparks will give that tap to him down to Battersby. Kick off the ground, went straight into the lap of Faye Sparks, and he kicks it to half forward. Hone in a contest. Shaw did a... Darms did well, got the spoil in, and now we'll have a ball up at half forward for the double blues. Interestingly, Isle started on the bench, so Darms has a job to start the second term here on on Hone, who's going to be in this contest. Dakin kicked around the corner. McFadgen trying to get the handball to shoot. Went straight past him, but he had a couple of metres to clean up. Kicks the full forward. Burrows will fly. The big spoil came. McClellan is tackled immediately, and we'll have another ball up. We're only about, uh, only about 15 metres out from Sturt's goal. In fact, it was uh, Chisholm that had the footy. McClellan got the tack down. Spilled to Hone. Hone snaps a goal. Dangerous tap back in the corridor. And Hone swooped. And on the left, shoe put it through for the fourth goal for the Double Blues. Their four goals, two. Central's two goals, one. On the Grand Chancellor Hotel's Adelaide and Balfour's before the game. One of the things I love about September and finals footy in the sample is the good players and the best players stand up. The players that can turn a game, and Josh Hone is certainly one of those players for the Double Blues in this competition. And he kicks a beautiful goal on his left foot. Far too much space inside 50, but it's probably a blunder from the Central District's coach's box. Why Billy Ives has started on the bench in the second term? I'm not sure. He's sitting there. He's not injured. Why you give Josh Hone that space early in the second quarter and some confidence. It's uh, not a great start, and that could hurt him. He kicks the first goal of this second term. Cooper Arms was nowhere near him. Yep. He had a couple of metres I clear. I would not be happy on the bench right now. Battersby got a long handball, and now it's turned over. Schiller to Presbury. Kick inside forward 50 to the lead of Grace. Goes slightly over his head. Great tackle laid on Fryer, holding the ball. So Grace... After missing the footy that went over his head slightly, went back on it, laid a big tackle on Fryer, and the ball come loose. That's holding the ball every day, men's. Yeah, speaking of big-time players in September, Aiden Grace has showed that for the Dogs last week with a bag of five, and really well done there to stay on the tackle, and he's 
usually a great finish for a goalie. From here, it's a tight angle. Could easily kick a snap, but he's such a nice drop punt kick of the footy. So he'll have a shot here from around about 35 out and a tight angle, but the right side for a right footer. It's a very tight angle. Coming off five last week, as you mentioned, men's. This kick goes across the face and sneaks in for a behind. Central's 2-2. Sturt, 4-2. On the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard, Balfour's are for the game. We're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. Casey Voss will bring the ball back in and go to the eastern side. It's a flat kick. Bit of a sack. Lewis had it. Schiller ended up with it. Gave it to Presbury. Now the handball to Munn. Munn the un a grand handball to Barrow. Nice clean pickup from Larkins as he got his second. It's floating back. Grace back with the flight. Off hands and through for a minor score. Two goals, three plays, four goals, two on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. Yeah, good response here from the Dogs. But Larkins maybe had a second or two longer than what he thought and threw on the boot as a result of behind. But here comes the double blues out of the back line. Frederick, a beautiful kick down the line there to face Sparks. Face Sparks goes short. And now it's with Tealy. Or it might be Hone. I always mix those two up. Tealy kicks to Hone. Thank you. <laughs> Hone to just run out of, out of bounds from Cooper Darms. And we'll have a throw in about 70 around from goal. It'll be McCormick and Face Barks to do the ruck work. Front position, Face Barks got the tap down. Harry Grant got a nice shepherd from Hoskin. They had him to pick up the footy and kick back down the wing. Fryer with the big spoil. In fact, it was uh, Becker with the spoil over the top of the ump. Seen a free kick going the way of Nick Lange. Again, another one who just pops up for the Dogs. and He's one that can win a game off his own boot. We've seen him do it earlier this season against the Crows at home. A really good finish to win the game. So they'll be looking for him to have an influence in these last three quarters. So Lange drills it down the line. McCormick. Mark just inside 50. And the confident Ruckman will go back and he'll have a set shot. It's about five or ten metres in from the boundary line, so it's a tight angle. Right half forward. Has he got the uh, leg in him here, Billy McCormick? He does. He's got a nice kick. Nice long kick on him, Billy McCormack. And, again, covers the ground so well. This is definitely an advantage for the Dogs today. Without Amos Doyle, McCormack can really get an ascendancy in the ruck and around the ground. Billy McCormack from 50 metres has sprayed it off the side of the boot out on the floor. Just didn't have any momentum in his run up there. And you could tell he was doubting himself coming in to have that shot. and Just showed it in his run up and... Didn't kick it with any conviction, and as a result, not the desired outcome for the Dogs. Six minutes gone in the second term on the Denron Medals clock. Your scrap medal dealer. Kick down the line's been turned over. Grant, little handball to McClellan. What well unfaced Sparks got a hand in there to intercept it. Frederick, under pressure, looped it over the top to Burrows, close to the boundary line, taken over by Presbury. Well done. Throw in. Face Sparks and McCormick doing battle again. Face Sparks won that. Lewis running onto it. Left it behind. Shaw. He's under pressure. 
Nice handle from Dakin to release Frederick. Over the top, Matthews uses speed, sprints away, has one bounce, has a second. He's got Hone inside 50, but he went straight further and found McFadgen. Yep. He did. It was really well done from the Table Blues. Firstly, around the contest to give it to Frederick, who we know has that burst speed out of stoppage, and he certainly used it on that occasion. And then, again, Matthews just took his time, waited for the right option to open up. He had Hone in a bit of space. Yeah, that's where I thought he was going initially, but running onto it, uh, McFadgen was really good. So McFadgen, 35 out on a 45. As not a miss this, he has hooked it. Just a little. This is to the left-hand side. Stirred a 4-4. Central's 2-3 on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard. Balfour's before the game, but men's... It's a bad turnover. The kick-in has been marked by Dakin. Dakin's got one in the pocket. It's McFadgen again. Well done by Kendall. Got that with the spoil. Shuffles out the handball to Hone. Hone's high kick. This is going to stay in play. Oh. Little... Back with the flight of the ball. Got collected by Gribble and will win the free kick. It's cool by the umpire downfield, which is rather bizarre because the other umpire was standing all the five metres away. But it was courage from Bryn Little here. He wins the free kick. He's done a couple of really, really inspirational things for his team. Some heavy lifting as well, thanks to Kona Craig and D-Mag hooked on safety. That's his game. Bryn Little gets back, helps his defence out and wins the free kick. Very good. He did cop one across the mush. His kick down the line. Larkin to Barrow. Barrow kicks long down inside 50. It's an empty forward line. First one back there's going to be Carey. Had to wait for the ball and wrapped up in a tackle by Dudley. Great work. And we'll have a stoppage inside Central's forward 50. Yeah, well done, Dudley. But I would love Barrow to run a couple more metres and actually have a look. He had a couple on the inside there and potentially could have been a dog shot at goal. Chisholm, the ball comes loose. Here's Liddy. Snap towards the goal square. Dudley's there. Tapped it back to Lenke. Gathers. Goes on the right. Goes on the left. Kicks the goal. I think he got a free kick after he got rid of it anyway. But the third goal on the board for the Dogs. Shay Lenke. Very nice finish. 3-3. Plays 4-3 on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. Yeah, really nice finish there from Shea Linke. A little bit candy as well as he went to go on the right. Turns around away from the defender on the left. He's done a few nice things so far today in this year, Shea Linke. Just at 20 years of age, so plenty of upside there for the Dogs and for Linke. And a nice finish. Puts them back within a goal. Again, you feel like they are right in this game, the Dogs. They, the Double Blues had all the ascendancy early, but they are just wrestling the control of this game back and all of a sudden six points is the difference. Ten minutes into this quarter, thanks to Denron Medals, your scrap medal dealer. Potential player of the day for Niceman Bespoke Taylors and Homestart Finance, Shay Linky. And I'll get you to get some stats for budget car and truck rental when we make a difference very soon. Come back to you shortly after this bounce. McCormick and Faye Sparks. Faye Sparks won the tap and there's some holding here. Free kick to Centrals. Liddy. Streams the ball to half forward through the hands of Lange. Voss cleaned up to Walter. Now the kick to the wing. Richards is the first one there meeting it under pressure from Little. Kept the ball in with Bryn Little and we'll have a stoppage. 
Yes, yeah, so we talked about the control of the game and sheer weight of numbers with the dogs now in front of the inside 50 count, 16 to 14. So playing the game in their half, particularly in this second quarter here, as they get another inside 50 here through Chisholm. Went to Grace. Good spoil from behind by Carey. Dudley snapshot. This has got to bounce the right way. It does. From 48 metres out, the snapshot from Dudley. And the Dogs have tied it up. 4-3 apiece on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard. Balfour's up for the game. Wow, that is a really nice finish from Dudley. Chisholm gets it inside 50 can say so far it's the player of the quarter thanks to Knightsman Bespoke Taylors and Homestart Finance. They are just getting more numbers to the drop of the ball at the moment, the Dogs. And Dudley, we know what he can do. We know how dangerous he can be. He's somewhat had the job on Casey Boss so far today, at least they've been matched up against each other. This is what he's got to do. He's got to hurt him on the other side. And Boss couldn't quite get a hand on that one. A really nice finish. And that's what you need to do as a small forward. You need to take your opportunities. We saw Josh Hone do it at the start of the quarter for the Double Blues. And now down the other end, Isaiah Dudley, a beautiful finish. And this game is tied 12 minutes into the second term. Great contest we got here for you on SEN. Thanks to the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. Could be an inspirational moment, men's for Burbank Homes, inspiring design and personal service. Great stuff. Big tap down from Burrows, who's gone into the ruck against Munn. Follow up his work, goes off the ground, did big locky Burrows. Cooper Darms attack the footy, left it behind. Lewis, clean pickup, goes back to Frederick. Sidestep from him was nice, goes towards Hone in the forward pocket. Rolls all the way and taken over by George Kendall. So we'll have a throw in about 10 metres around from the left behind post. So we see Billy I was back on the ground now and within a metre of Josh Hone in that contest. Going to have to keep an eye on him because, again, the last contest we had inside 50 here, the double blues, he got around it. Here he, is. here he is again. Oh. Snaps another one. Oh, Josh Hone. That is elite forward craft. And he's telling Billy Isles all about it too. Well, I might have called that, Bonds. As it was happening, he is, you mentioned it, elite forward craft. Went to go one way. Isles goes to go with him. Then turns back inside. A little bit of body work as well. Uses the arm to get some separation from him. And it's just far too much space at the front of the contest. And an opportunistic goal, just like Dudley down the other end. Your small forwards need to take their opportunities, and he certainly has. He has become the most damaging player on the ground so far today, Josh Hone. And it's the reason why the double blues are in front. Well, I was watching that men's before the ball in, and Hone was goal side and just gave yep. Isles a big shove before the play. And I saw McClellan just talking to Billy Isles there, saying, mate, you can't let him go goal side. Goal side, correct. They probably should have had a little bit of cover at the back of the contest there, the dogs as well, but a really nice finish from Josh Hone. Excellent work. We've gone 13 and a half minutes on the Denron medals clock. Your scrap medal dealer as Schiller gets a clearance. Kicks to half forward. Voss back with the flight. Billman taken high. Umpire call play on. It's nearly a WWE wrestling move there to it take was. him down. Rory Ullman. Wouldn't mind that either. Umpire was probably on the wrong side, couldn't see it. Little kick off the ground from Burrows. Excellent pick up from Lily. Liddy, then the fend off. Handball's forward. Chisholm tried to go out of the air. Lewis got it to Voss. Flat kick. What well Cooper Darms got the spoil in on Burrows. Liddy, quick hands wide to Isles. Now to Shaw. 
Side step in down the line. Walters marks it a metre inside the boundary. Ned Walters plays on quickly to Casey Boss. Boss has got Matthews forward. And Matthews has got the handball running of shoot. Josh shoot. Kicks to the wing. Wingard is there for the double blues. Oh, well played by McClellan. Just ran between the two step players. Stole the footy. And then handball to Kendall. Kendall down the line. It's a poor the kick. Intercept mark has been taken by Carey. Yeah, really well done by McLennan there, but Conor McFadge and Ford Craft, we talked about with Josh Hyne, it wasn't good for him. They had someone out, and he just led up into his own teammate's space. But nothing, no damage done there as the Double Blues turned the ball back over and again, once again, looked to bring the ball back through the middle by kick mark. They brought the ball to the centre of the ground now. Becker got it from Wingard. Drives the ball long and flat inside 50. Intercept mark taken by Kendall. We played oh, on straight no. away. Wrapped up. Balls come loose. Richards around the body. Snaps it. Goal. Can't finish. Ooh. Big let off for the dogs there and George Kendall. Did so well, George Kendall. And then decided just to go for a couple of steps. Very oh, lucky. Went to go and, yeah, very <laughs> lucky to get away with that. So, Sturt. Five goals, four. Central's four goals, three. He's had a good few minutes here, Jez McLennan. That's a strong, contested grab. Uses it well on most he occasions, does. and this one's no surprise again. Larkins goes down the line. Centre wing, Lange takes the mark. Spins around on the right boot. Kicks inside 50. In front, taking a two-grabber is Linky. Really nice position there from Shay Linky. Got to the front. And took it on the second bite, and he will go back and have a shot. Probably kick from 47, 48 metres out on about a 35-degree angle. Yeah, no surprise when you see the class there of the dogs getting the ball in their hands. Something usually happens. McLennan, he's up to seven disposals. Really nice use, as usually does Nick Lang. And that was a beautiful kick inside 50 to Linky. Linky, his shot at goal is close, but just misses to the left. Minor score to the Dogs, 4-4, plays 5-4 on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. His face Barks takes the mark at halfback. Western side of Adelaide Oval. A bright sunshine. Good crowd in two men's. He's, I'm going to say, just a, li a few more Dogs fans in than maybe Double Blues. We know they travel well, the Dogs. Certainly do. Matthews in the wing, close to the boundary line. Tried to handball to his own advantage. And then Cooper Darms, the brick wall, ran him over the line. Smart, though. The extra dream team point there for Matthews for that little handball. <laughs> you never thought about that when you were playing, did you? You don't think about it live, but you do afterwards. <laughs> the throw in, centre wing. That was a dead heat. Tearly wrapped up by Shaw. And we'll have another ball up. We've gone 18 minutes on the Denron Metals, your scrap metal dealer clock. No surprise. Tom Lewis leading today in the tackle numbers up to six. The next most on the ground is two. Just incredible. Shoot. Kick inside forward 50. Richards will fly. Ball comes to the front of that pack. Cleaned up by Hoskin. Wobble to kick to the wing. Hugo Munn was there. Chisholm front and centre. Excellent handball. Forward released Lenke. Lanky high kick, Grace back with the flight. Oh, great mark, Grace. Kept his eyes on the burly. And falling backwards took the chest mark. About 45 out on about a 30-degree angle. 
Yeah, really nice grab there from Grace, but great work by Chisholm in the middle of the ground there to be able to get the dogs foray forward. And Aiden Grace, he missed before from a similar distance out. This one, not as tight an angle, but a really nice grab there. Almost was trying to draw the free kick, but was good enough to take the grab. At Fry, he's got Fryer on him today, and opportunity to kick his first. The hair flowing in the breeze as Aiden Grace crosses 50. Made good contact and ran straight to the bench. Knew he'd kicked it as soon as he'd left the boot. And ties it up again. 5-4 apiece on the Hotel Grand Chancellor Adelaide scoreboard. Bowfers for the game. We're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. And doing some heavy lifting for Kona Crane's D-Mag hooked on safety. And that is our man Aiden Grace. Yeah, also Leighton Chisholm as well. He's done a couple of really nice things of late. As has Jez McLennan, which we talked about. Central's players, their better players, starting to really get involved in this game, which is why they've now levelled the scores up, probably for the double blues, other than really Josh Hone. They'd like, you'd like to see a little bit more of Battersby getting involved in this game. We know the boss has been good so far today. Battersby's up to eight. He's only had a couple in this term. Tom Lewis only on six as well, so he's only had the six disposals so far. And McFadgen, the five touches with a couple of behind. So... A couple of their major possession getters and players in this game, the Double Blues, have had a quite a second term, which is why the Dogs are now back level in this game. The stats for budget car and truck rental, and we make a difference. Paul Bonzer, Dan Menzel with you. Dead heat in the middle of the ground. McCormick almost got it to Presbury. He was tackled. Chisholm dropped the footy. Dakin lays the tackle, and the umpire says, give it to me. Geez, the umps are doing some work today too. Men's lots of ball-ups. Yeah, we knew that would be the case in this game. The two teams that are contested inside, they do like repeat stoppages. Harry Grant gets this one out of the contest. Kick to half forward. Lanky tried to tap it to his own advantage. Walter's got some work to do here. Now he's under pressure. Lanky wraps him up. Umpire is hovering, letting the ball go. Pins him holding the ball now. Ned Walter back in the side this week. Just could not get the ball loose. Shay Linky did really well, and he'll have a set shot from 25 out. Not much of an angle. Yeah, they look a bit vulnerable down back, the double blues, when they the do, ball comes they? in with speed. So the dog's been better around the contest and winning the territory battle in this second term. And I'm just a bit nervous if you're a double blues fan at the moment with the back line. He wobbles it towards goal. And that was a horrible kick. Went through for a minor score, but the dogs hit the front. Yeah, they do. But we talked about the Double Blues backline. A big reason for that is Will Coombless has been suspended. He's not playing today. So it means that instead of Coombless going to an Aiden Grace, you've got a young 19-year-old in Charlie Fryer who's got that job. It means that everyone else has a tougher matchup as well. Becker close to the line taken out. And we'll have a throw in. Again, the pressure from Centrals was good. Keep the ball in their forward line. They lead by a minor score. So time for Battersby and Tom Lewis to stand up here for the double blues inside. For the Dogs, Harry Grant's up to 13 touches. He's leading all possession getters on the ground. The throw in. Munn and face Sparks. Joel Tearley. Here is Lewis. He was tackled as he got the ball loose. Lewis down the line. Burrows in a marking contest. What well on McClellan. Spoils it over the line. We'll have a throw in centre wing, eastern side of Adelaide Oval. Great game of footy we got here. A little crowd on the hill so far as well, which is... Great, great crowding. Yeah. 
perfect day for it. Very little wind here today. Blowing slightly across the ground, but not much at all. Face Sparks got the tap down. Umpire's seen some holding here. Face Sparks is grabbing his shin. It's gone the dog's way, and everything is at the moment. They are just first to the ball. McCormack will win the free kick. Kicks towards Hugo Mann. Got hands on it. Fell to Barrow. Barrow snap from 48 metres is going across the face of goal. And out on the full. Rory Illman will take the free kick. I like Billy McCormack. He had options on around him, but said, no, I'm going deep. I'm going long. I'm going to put him under pressure. Again, they're looking vulnerable, the double blues back line here when the ball is coming in with speed. So keep getting it in there. Sheer weight of numbers is starting to prevail for the dogs here. Illman. Good kick out. McLean <laughs> wasn't McFadgen flew over the top. And unrealistic. Gave away the free kick to the 200 gamer. Hoskin. The star he's been for the dogs. Excellent kick. Lace out Langy as he crashed into the fence here at Adelaide Oval. There's artificial turf. About a metre and a half of it before you hit the fence. And just lost his footing there. He's okay. I think it was more shoulder, a slight head at the end here as we have a look at the replay. His arm and shoulder goes first and then slightly the head, but he'll be okay. He's tough angle here, 45 outs. He's going to need a little bit of left to right action here, but he is a right footer, Nick Lang. Makes pretty good contact. Does it come back? Not oh. enough. Geez, it looked good off the boot. He did. I was about to say, he needs the Tom Hawkins left-to-right swing here, and he nearly got it. He, he had did. it working, and a really nice shot at goal, but just not able to get it back enough. Again, Casey Voss kicks out here. He's up to possession number 14, but the double blue's struggling to get the ball inside their forward half at the moment. 5-6 plays 5-4. Doggies lead it by two points. Jess McClellan handballed forward really just to space, and Burroughs takes it over. We'll have a throw-in on the outer side. 24 and almost 25 minutes gone. Really like Jez McLennan's quarter so far. He's done some real heavy lifting thanks to Kona Cranes and D-May hooked on safety. Just mopping up across the hardback line for the Dogs in his second term. McCormack and Faye Sparks. All really going nowhere. Steve Slimming wrapped up by Schiller. We've seen a lot of Steve Slimming today. Yeah, haven't seen a lot of Steve Slimming or Jared Schiller for that Correct. matter. Um, Slimming just the four disposals so far and Schiller the five. Presbury gets the clearance. Kicks inside 50. Illman, good use of the body on Langing, takes the chest mark. Plays on quickly to Lewis. It might be Carey. It is Carey. Kicks down the line. Frederick oh. going back with a fly. Ollie Shaw nearly marked it when he didn't know he had it. And we'll get the free kick. No, he won't. It's going the way of Marty Frederick. Must have been some holding there. Umpire wants him to come back behind his mark. Short kick to Voss on the half volley. Under pressure from Lange. Got it to Illman. Now back to Voss. Voss, little short kick intercepted by, uh, by Chisholm. It just... Invited the pressure there, Marty Frederick, by kicking off one step inside, an easy kick. He misses the kick, and as a result, puts everyone under pressure, including Casey Voss, as there's a little bit of uh, <laughs> wrestling going on down there between Nick Lang and Rory Inman. Boys having a bit of fun. 
as the ball is on the turf. Pops out the back door. Hugo Munn picked it up and he was tackled by Steve Slimming. He tries to throw his weight around Steve Slimming. All 66 kilos of it. <laughs> we'll have another ball up. Broadcast side centre wing. Doggies lead it by two points as we approach half time. Lewis, not to be taken high. Umpire said play on. Presbury, not getting out of the Battersby tackle, although Battersby got him high. Cole Presbury wins the free kick. Another one doing some heavy lifting for the Dogs in this term, Presbury. It's good to see him back around the footy. He's been good in this second quarter for the Dogs. He has. Kicks it down the line. Voss in a really good spot. That's a strong mark. He read that uh, about 15 metres away from him. He was always going to mark that. Goes short to Lewis. Half back, Tom Lewis. Kicks down towards Gribble and Burrows. Hoskin used the body well, just Burrows. Gribble ended up on the turf. Hoskin took a chest mark. Hoskin down the line. Lewis, handball back to Fryer. Goes back to Luke Edmonds, who goes to the outer side looking for Tealy. Nice kick, nice mark. Eastern side of Adelaide Oval. Looking for options. First one is Battersby, the skipper. And the switch is on. Goes across the ground to Illman. Gets it on the bounce. Got a little bit of space. And he'll kick towards Frederick. Great kick. Frederick takes the mark. He's got Steve Slimming running by. Gives him the handball. Slimming bombs inside 50. Sturt need a mark almost through the hands of Burrows. McFadgen working hard at ground level. Might have had the jumper held. And we'll have a ball up. Oh, well, no, we won't. We'll have holding the ball. Oh, he's a bit unlucky there. I reckon McFadgen. Yeah, he is. He definitely is unlucky. As Billy Owls is the last player to get up off the ground. It's a bit bizarre. But um, it's much better ball movement than that from the double boys. The change in the angles, shifting the ball. And as a result, Frederick gets out. Not able to hit the scoreboard, but starting to control the game a little bit in that play there. Almost 29 minutes gone in the turn. Kick down the line from Mark McCormick. Lee McCormack's had a, a good start to the, the first semi-final. Yeah, he's up to 14 hit-outs, Billy McCormack. This is his fifth touch as well. A couple of nice grabs as well and three clearances. Kick towards Hugo Munn. Got front position. Couldn't take the mark. Shoot is there for the double blues. Liddy, hands and knees stuff. And the umpire will come in and ball it up again. Billy McCormack was dominated last week by Lysette and the yep. Port Ruckman, and he's fought back well today. He has, and it's definitely a favourable matchup with Amos Doyle out for the Double Blues, who's a little bit bigger than Fahey Sparks. Yes. Sturt have the footy. Frederick on the handball to Lewis. Lewis dropped the ball, played on, kick inside forward 50. Umpire's going to bring it back as there was no advantage. Great pressure from the dogs there just to stay with it and stay with the Double Blues. They're trying to get it out of the contest, use their legs out of the contest, but... Really nice, strong tackle. The Dogs, 38 tackles to 29. So the ferocity around the contest, particularly in the second quarter, has been better than the double boys. Larkins pops it up to the top of the square. Ball flew over the top of the pack. No one's got their hands on the footy yet. They're diving on top of it. And we'll have a ball up 15 metres out from Central's goal. Lead by two points, 30 minutes gone in the second term. A lot of players around the footy. Schiller somehow forced away to get the boot on 
Or ball on boot, I should say. Through for a minor score, and that's half-time. Great first half in the first semi-final. And the Dogs lead it. Five goals, 7.37. The Double Blues, 5.434. We'll come back for the halftime show here at the Adelaide Oval in the first semi-final on your home of sport. Welcome back to the Adelaide Oval. It's a glorious day here. Semi-final day and then the first semi-final. It's halftime. And the Dogs have the lead. They're five goals, 7.37. They lead the Double Blues, 5.434. Paul Bonzer, Dan Menzel with you. This is the halftime show for Kona Cranes and D-Mag hooked on safety. And for the Hotel Grand Chancellor, kicking goals with Grand Chancellor Adelaide's free extras. Men's, let's have a look at some stats first for Knightsman Bespoke Tailors, Adelaide's Masters of Tailoring. Yeah, so we'll have a look at the overall game stats so far. And the clearance numbers stir in front 20 to 18, but they were in control earlier in the game. And the dogs certainly evened that up as it went. As they did the inside 50 numbers, they are leading at halftime 24 to 18 inside 50s. The dogs, they played majority of that second quarter in their forward half. And that's why they have a three-point lead at halftime. The hit-out numbers have been evened up to 25 apiece. But the one that probably stands out for mine, Bonds, is the marks. Sturt have 40 marks at halftime. Centrals have 29. The Double Blues had 16 marks 13 minutes into the first quarter. That's yeah. how they want to play an uncontested game. They want to keep the ball off you, be able to get it into the likes of Casey Voss and Frederick's hands. The Dogs certainly quelled that as the quarter went on and as the game went on. And... They definitely have the ascendancy leading into half time. So there's a few of the overall stats. If we go to some of the individual possession winners on the ground, well, for the Double Blues, Casey Voss is leading all possession getters. He's at 17, albeit seven of them have come from kick-ins. Frederick's been pretty good. He's up to 12. Dakin's had a really nice game. He's 11 touches, five clearances and four inside 50s to Dakin. And for the Dogs, it's no surprise, Harry Grant's had the 13 disposals to lead them. Justin Hoskin is 200. He's up to nine. Really like Leighton Chisholm and Jasmine Clendon's game so far. They're up to eight. And Cole Presbury's getting his hands on a bit of the footy as well. Good second quarter, didn't Yeah, he? really good. He had eight disposals. He also had six tackles. So starting to really work his way into the game nicely. So there's a few of the main possession winners on the ground to halftime. Inspirational moment for Burbank Homes, inspiring design and personal service. What you got for us, Mintz? Yeah, I really like Marcus Burrow's contested mark in the forward good, line in yeah. the first quarter for the Dogs. Come across the contest, there was a good four or five players that flew into that contest, and Barrow strong across the front, and has kicked a goal as well, and really nice finish. So, a really good mark there from Marcus Barrow. That was our inspirational moment of the first half. The player of the first half, the Hotel Grand Chancellor, kicking goals with Grand Chancellor's Adelaide's free extras. Yeah, look, there's been a number of players around the ball that have had an impact on the game so far, but the one for mine is Josh Hone. He's kicked the two goals. He hasn't had a lot of possessions in this game, but in a low-scoring half, the two goals are the reason why the Double Blues are in the game. Centrals have been far Correct. better around the contest. Hone looks like if the Double Blues are to win this game, he will go on and kick four or five goals. He looks by far the most dangerous player on the ground at the moment, and uh, all you need to do is give him a little bit of space, which Billy Isles did there, and, and he certainly will feature in the second half if the Double Blues are to win. Best defender of the first half for Panasonic Air Conditioning. Panasonic Comfort Cloud. Set your air conditioning from your phone. Yeah, I really like Jez McLennan's game so far, in particular that second quarter. He just mops up across the halfback flank. He did that in the second term. He's up to the eight disposals. He also drives him inside 50 as well, but I just think he, he drops off his man as well as anyone, a little bit like Casey Boss does yes. for the Double Blues, and he's one that's just dictating the terms for the dogs on the halfback flank and has been, for mine, probably the best defender of the first half. 
All right, now it's time for the goal of the day. The goal of the game for Host Plus. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Been some good goals in this oh, one, men. Just so. about to say, Bonds, we've had some real contenders for the yes. goal of the day. Isaiah Dudley's goal was a beauty that was from 45 hour, really nice snap. Uh, that was a nice goal to see, as was Josh Hone's snap. But Nick, uh, so Jai Larkins, uh, check side in the first quarter. From 40 out uh, on a tough angle, made it look so easy, a beautiful finish. That has been the goal of the day for mine so far, thanks to Host Plus. All right, I can give you the goal kickers uh, in this game so far for Central's first. All single goal kickers, Barrow, Dudley, Grace, Larkins and Linky. And for Sturt, Hone has two and singles to Burroughs, Lewis and Matthews. Halftime here and it's Central District's leading by three points, 5-7-37 over the... Double Blues 5-4-34. We'll come back for the second half action right here from the Adelaide Oval. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Now the handball to Lewis around the corner. Kicks the first one for the Double Blues. Streaming out of the pack was Larkins outside of the boot. Great start for the Dogs. Larkins just burst out of that stoppage. Went with the outside of the boot from about 45 metres. They'll get the Double Blues line up for their second goal through Lockie Burrows from about 45 out. Pretty good contact. We're right behind it. And the umpire, goal umpire didn't move much at all. Matthews from 47 metres straight in front. Loves it. Another goal to the Double Blues. That's a lovely kick off the boot from Marcus Barrow. Second one on the board for the Dogs. Cleland got the tap down. Fell to Hone. Hone snaps a goal. Snap towards the goal square. Dudley's there. Tapped it back to Linky. Gathers. Goes on the right. Goes on the left. Kicks the goal. Welcome back to the Adelaide Oval. Half time here. And if you're just joining us, Central Districts lead it by three points over the Double Blues. 5-7-37 plays 5-4-34 on... Uh, the Scout Recycling Centre scoreboard and Balfour's are for the game. We're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. Paul Bonza and Dan Menzel with us. Um, I hope you're having a great day. The sun is out. The, what a great day for footy. Good crowd in, men's. Yeah, really good crowd in to see the dogs taking on the double blues. Hey, Bonds, who do you reckon is the happiest side going into halftime? If you're Paul Thomas or Marty Matner? Definitely Paul Thomas. I think they... They just controlled. Like Sturt jumped them early. They had three goals before, uh, as the game started. Within the first sort of 15 minutes of the first quarter, they looked in control of the game. And all of a sudden, Central's worked their way back in. But I thought they just controlled that second quarter. Yeah, they did. They absolutely did. They played that forward half territory game. And I agree. I think the concerning thing with the double blues is we saw it last week against Adelaide. They got overrun in the second half. Their spread from contest is definitely not a strength. And unfortunately, what's happened is Paddy Wilson's not out there, so they're lacking that class inside. But also Guy Page, across the halfback flank, they look to get their game going from the halfback flank. And Fredericks had a small impact on the game, and Boss has obviously found plenty of the footy. But those are the guys you need the ball in their hands and just feel like the dogs. And we've seen it with Harry Grant a few times today. Once that gets to that outside, they spread far better. And on a big ground here... I think they're up against it, the Double Blues. Will Coombless not in that back line does hurt as well. They're not That's as... the one for me. Yeah, sure. I, I think he's... It seems like there's a massive hole in their back line yep. that's normally filled by Coombless. Yeah, without a doubt. And look, Aiden Grace hasn't dominated the game like he did last week yet, but um, 
you can see he's looking dangerous, as is Nick Lang down there. Linky's looked pretty good too. Burrow's taking that strong grab. So there's plenty of options that can kick goals for the Dogs in this second half here. So the double blues, they need to get their hands back on the footy and control and dictate this game. And that's that kick mark game, which when they can shift the lanes and change lanes against the Dogs, they look pretty good. But other than that, once the ball has left that inner contest, the Dogs are looking far better with their spread. And uh, look, Josh Hone, he's got a big second half here. I've mentioned it. If the Double Blues are going to win today, you'd feel like he's got to kick at least four or five goals. And so a big job for Billy Isles in the second half. Hone for mine has been as good as anyone on the ground to half time. But, um, yeah, very interestingly poised going into the second half. We'll see what Marty Matner does and if there's any changes for the Double Blues because we both agree the Dogs yeah. have uh, in their control at the moment, even though it's just a three-point ball game at half time. We spoke briefly about pre-game about whether Sturt could throw McFadgen back to fill that hole of Coombless, but I think if they do that, they, I don't know who else they've got to throw forward yep. in who, his place. Who kicks the goals? They, again, they, they struggled with this for a couple of years now. Who is their dangerous forwards? And well, I mean, we're going to call a game after this where you've got a forward line with Glenelg that boasts the likes of Hosey, McBean and Reynolds. Boy, defense is really important. Team defense is extremely important, but when it comes to September... The teams that win the grand final, the teams that have guys in their forward line that stand up, and we saw it last year, Matty Panels kicking a goal from absolutely nowhere to win the game for Norwood. McLean was good the year before. I had the likes of Tyson Stengel and my brother Troy and a few others that just yes. kick goals from nowhere. It, it does. You need those guys that can make something of nothing. We've seen it from Josh Home, but we need to see it from more players from that double blues forward line if they're going to win this game. Both teams just going through their final warm-ups and... Uh, it's a big day of footy sample footy, and we'll bring you all the sample finals, including the grand final, with David Wildey calling like his 31st sample grand final in a row. Wilds will be with us on that day. Um, the great man. We are here for the Scouts Recycling Centre, 11 locations across South Australia. Take your bottles and cans back to the Scouts Recycling Centre. Is um, men's, just to touch on the other game, We'll go into it in a bit more detail, but who do you like in the other game? Is it Glenelg yeah, or Adelaide? It's Glenelg for mine. I think the lack of Kieran Strawn playing in this game for the Crows is, is massive because it's not just him not being in the ruck. What it does is we're likely to see Lockie Gallant potentially playing the ruck. We yes. saw ball lace but at times, but I don't think you can play ball lace in the ruck when you've got McBean, Hosey and Reynolds to try and stop at that end of the ground for Glenelg. So I no, just think, Himmelberg as well. Correct. I just think that across the lines, Matt Wright's out as well. Nan Curvis, we know he's injured. I think it'd be a huge upset if Adelaide are to win today. Glenelg, they are refreshed. They fit. We spoke with Lockie Ozzy on the SEN sample show during the week, and he did say that if they paid last week, they would have had a couple of guys in doubt. They are cherry ripe and freshened up. They'll be ready to go. I think Glenelg for mine. By about three or four goals is what I'm predicting. But um, it will be interesting to see because the loser of that game will take on the winner of this one. And at the moment, it's a line ball game. We both think centrals are on top. But what will the double blues do in this second half to be able to wrestle back some of that ascendancy? It's got to start in the middle with Battersby and Lewis Dakin in there as well. It's a and good point. That's their leaders. And yes. Lewis and Lewis and Battersby have had nine disposals a piece uh, in this first half but just haven't had that impact that they maybe would have liked on the game so we, we do expect to see them lift in this second half Breeze picking up a little it's probably going somewhat across the ground but Sturt will kick to the Riverbank stand end Central's to the Cathedral end 
here at Adelaide Oval and we're underway in the second half. Face Parks got the tap early but tapped it straight to his opposite number. Ends up with Harry Grant. He dribbled a kick towards the wing on the outer side. Schiller's going to run onto it. So is Voss. Voss tapped it to his own advantage. Ends up with Larkins. Gets a handball to Chisholm. Chisholm feigned a handball then came back inside to the lead of Grace who grabbed it inside 50. Strong hands from Aiden Grace. He's a strong grab, but equally, Chisholm again, now he's been very good today for the Dogs. Oh, I've got him in the best four or five players on the ground to half time. That's his ninth disposal. Just uses the footy well, whether it be by hand or by foot. Again, a really nice entry there to Aiden Grace, and we've talked about Will Coombless not playing. This is an example of it here as Fryer has the job on Aiden Grace. Again, that ball gets to the outside of the contest there, and Central's just spreading much better to the con from contest to contest than the Double Blues mids, and Opportunity here for the Dogs to kick further clear to start this second half. Kicks from right on 50, Aiden Grace. Great start to the second half. Grace gets his second goal. And the Dogs out to a, a nine-point lead now. They're 6-7, plays 5-4 on the Scouts Recycling Centre scoreboard and Balfour's R4. The game we're here for the Kia All-Electric EV6. GT supercar. As the U Dogs chance goes around the ground here at Adelaide Oval, what a hot start for the Dogs. They'll be wrapped with this start. It puts them nine points clear and again, some alarming signs for the Double Blues. They've got to get the job done on the inside. They have their best players in there. Battersby is in there. Lewis is in there. We've talked about that and Dakin's had a pretty good half as well. A footy, 11 touches in the first half. All three of them are in there. a little few worrying signs for the Sturt Footy Club. The Centrals get the first goal of the second half. McCormack up high, clearly won the tap down. Battersby got his hands on it first. Handball to Lewis. Tried to get it to Voss, running by. It was slightly behind him, so he goes off the ground. Richards marks the centre half forward. Liddy's just crept about seven metres over the mark there. <laughs> Richards into the pocket. The leader, McFadgen, tried to break the tackle and handball back inside to shoot over the footy, shoot under pressure. Got it to McFadgen. McFadgen snaps it. Go! Oh, oh. How about that? There's a contender for goal of the day from Connor McFadgen. And it'll be hard to beat. That is some sort of finish. A right foot snap from the right pocket. That is a very hard kick to kick. You've got to start it in the points and allow it to bend through the goals. We talked about Sturt and only really having Josh Hone, who maybe is the dangerous and damaging forward for them. We've mentioned McFadgen throughout this game, but he hasn't quite now able to hit the scoreboard and finish with majors. He's kicked a couple of behinds, but that is a beautiful finish from Conor McFadgen. They need a bit more of that, the double blues. And that, if there's anything that's going to get them up and about, that finish there certainly will. Celebration was good too as soon as it left the boot. Tied on the boundary. And the snapshot goes through. Three-point three game again, Sturt a 6-4, Central 6-7 on the Scouts Recycling Centre scoreboard and Balfour's are for the game. Bit of heavy lifting there from Conor McFadgen. Thanks to Panasonic Comfort Cloud, set your air conditioning from your phone. The bounce, Face Parks won it. Presbury couldn't pick up the footy. Dakin, little kick forward, shoot, shoveled out of handball, out of midair. Here he is. Lewis. Here he is again, McFadgen. Can he get two in a row? Sells some candy, straightens, oh. and kicks a minor score. Oh, he did all the hard work. Connor <laughs> McFadgen 
really well done and ended up choosing to kick the drop punt. It was the wrong decision. Back yourself on the left foot or even kick the right foot check side. He just didn't have any momentum going through his kick there for the drop punt. And, wow, that would have lifted him. 6-5 plays 6-7. Two-point game. Kick to the outer side. Lange almost took a couple of grabs at it. Slimming's on the bottom of the deck and the umpire will come in and ball it up. We've gone four minutes in the third term. Thanks to Denron Metals, your scrap metal dealer. Quick restart. Presbury shot out a handball to Hoskin. Casey Voss dive, couldn't take the mark. Whiteland threw the footy away. Sturt get the free kick. Lewis plays on, takes the advantage. Handballs to Richards. Richards to the goal square. Where's McFadgen? He's right there. So is Hone. Hovers picks up the footy. Oh, well Back done. inside to shoot. And he's kicked the goal. So Sturt start quickly. In fact, it was Tealy. He gets the goal and puts Sturt back in front. They're 7-5. Central's a 6-7 on the Scouts Recycling Centre scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for the Kia All-Electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar men's. Yeah, we mentioned at the start of the game that both of these teams, their strength was their defence. Ranked third and fourth in the comp for defence, only averaging 65 points against the game. While to start this second half, the offences for both sides have looked so damaging and dangerous. You just feel like every time the ball goes inside 50... The defenders are so nervous, and there's going to be something that comes from it. And super worth there, McFadden in the contest. Josh Hone, it just goes down as a handball, that stat. But again, just so smart. Draws the defender before he gives that handball. Draws two, in fact. And as a result, a really nice finish there. And the double blues back in front. We've got a ball game on our hands. What a great contest we've got. Face Barks wins the tap again. Another clearance to the double blues. Lewis, the handball to shoot off a step from 50. It's a high ball. It's going to land in the goal square off the chest of McFadgen. It falls down front and centre. Battersby couldn't grab it. Had a little fumble. Then laid a big tackle. Umpire says, give it to me, blokes. We'll ball it up. It's right amazing, amazing what momentum does, isn't it? Yes. Sturt are running on top of the ground. Now, we haven't seen this for a good quarter and a half. Burrows up high. Got the tap down. Tealy went to ground with the footy. And the umpire will ball it up again. You just see Lewis, you see Battersby, they're just they're spreading and getting through the contest, which we haven't seen for a good quarter. Damaging, dangerous position here. Oh, out of the Burrows ruck. Burrows snapped it out of the ruck. McFadgen in the goal square. Tried to get the handball out, back taken and intercepted by Harry Grant. Umpire's seen a free kick going the way of Jared Hoskin. We did ask who's going to lift for the double blues. Well, it has happened on the inside with Tealy and Lewis, but McFadgen's the one at full forward. He looks as damaging as anyone right oh, now on the, the ground. Sun, doesn't he? And the kick to the outer wing has been marked by Bryn Little. Half back, eastern side of Adelaide Oval. We'll just kick down the line. Big pack of players, maybe 10 or 12. Link, uh, Lange got up high and it was sport over the boundary line. We'll have a throw in. Centre wing, eastern side of Adelaide Oval. Three-point lead, sorry, four-point lead to the double blues. Seven and a half minutes gone on the Denron Metals clock. Your scrap metal dealer. Face Barks took it out the ruck. His kick went about 15 metres up and about five metres long. Slimming got a hand in there, trying to intercept the handball. And Hoskin is on the ground, and the umpire will ball it up. 
What about some stats for budget car and truck rental and we make a difference, men's? Get you to check some of those early in this one. Yeah, Casey Voss leading all possession getters on the ground with 18 there. Harry Grant's up to 15. Dakin, 13. Hoskins now up to 12. And Frederick and Lewis starting to get involved a bit more too as well with 12 disposals in this game. Face Parks handled it out to Battersby. His kick was horrible on the ground. Bryn Little under pressure when he got his kick away. Same with McClellan. Presbury, nice grab. Slips catch. He's really worked his way nicely into this game. Presbury up to 10 disposals so far. McClellan got the handball from Presbury. Kicked to half forward. And there's been a push in that contest. We'll see a free kick going the way of the Dogs' Lenky. Jay Lenky puts it to a dangerous spot. Got some clearance. Did Grace. Couldn't get his hands on the footy. Henry Carey working hard. Dudley's in there for the Dogs. Umpire says we'll ball it up. We're about 15 metres out from the Dogs' goal. Yeah, got away with one there, the double boost. Fryer just lost his footing. So Grace had an uncontested jump at it, but just over travelled over the head. Harry Grant. Got it out of the pack. He's snapped. He's been picked up by Charlie Fryer and kicked straight down the line to Marty Frederick. But it was Becker, not Fryer. Frederick at half back. Kicks it down the broadcast wing. Looking for McFadgen. Got a hand on it. Kendall was right with him. Over the top of the footy. Now big tackle laid on Kendall. And by gave him the benefit of the doubt and will ball it up. Holding in the ruck contest. Going the way of Centrals. Hugo Money's been good in the ruck today when he's gone in there. Certainly done the job as a second ruck really well for the Dogs. It's been a great pickup. Hugo Munn for the Dogs. Just land on their doorstep, really. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's up to 11 hitouts today, and he's only played probably 30% of the game time in the ruck. Schiller drives it in five inside forward 50. Good spoil there from Fryer. Goes out of bounds. We'll have a throw in 10 metres around from the left behind post. Doggies into attack. Trail by four points. Ten and a half minutes gone in the quarter, thanks to Denron Metals, your scrap metal dealer. The throw in. Face Park's got the tap down. Chisholm onto the footy. We'll have another ball up. It's been valuable too because what it does is it allows McCormack to go forward and then he can actually be in these forward 50 contests, which you see here in this right contest. Munn is the spare outside D50 right now. Frederick had the footy and oh, actually no. ran in. Now it's turned over. Hoskins snaps in his 200. He's kicked a goal. Oh, look at them go to him. They come from everywhere to get around the central superstar. Hoskin gets his first, and Centrals are back in front. They're 7-7, 7-5. Scout Recycling Centre scoreboard, and Balfour's are for the game. Yeah, that's a costly turnover there in Sturt's defence. Marty Frederick ran into his own player, ran yes. into Tom Lewis, and the ball just spilled out, almost liking it to rugby league when you're trying to break a line there and you, you either go to pass or not, and it just slips out, and really costly because Hoskin was there ready to pounce, and... Gets the handball there. Nice handball from Sheila out to Hoskin, who from 30 out, he's not going to miss that. And puts the dogs back in front 12 minutes into this third term. There's an inspiring moment for Burbank Homes. Inspiring design and personal service. The veteran in his 200th game, Justin Hoskin. 
It's through a major. Burrows and Munn into the ruck. Lewis was held on to, and we'll get the free kick. Starting to win the ball out of the middle now, the double blues. Lewis kicks to Slimming. Found him at half forward. Plays on quickly. Just kicks it to the danger zone. Cooper Darms did well. Umpire oh. called touch play on. Hurried kick out. It's been marked by Dakin. He's about 49 metres out straight in front. Yeah, you're right, Bonza. The double blues, 25-23 in the clearances. So it's not that they've had more clearances in this third term. They're getting more bang for their buck. Yes. They're getting deeper entries. They're getting it into the likes of McFadden home, getting front and square. And it's starting to be a bit more dangerous with the footy now. And Dakin there in a fortuitous position from the kick from Cooper Darms. He's going to line up. He's had a good day, Dakin. 13 disposals. Kicks on the paint of 50. It's fading a, a little and misses to the left-hand side through for a minor score. Those stats for budget car and truck rental, we make a difference. Back to one-point game. An absolute cracker. The first semi-final. Billy Isles kicking duties. He's going to come broadcast side. Munn's going to intercept this. Uh, sorry, intercept it. He's going to take the mark. Plays on quickly to Hoskin. The spiral goes with the barrel. Hoskin to half forward. Fryer, good grab. Oh. Fact, the umpires paid a push. Master had hands in the back of Grace. And he's turned it over. Grace could have the distance from here. This is going to be from 55. Little wind, if anything, will give him a bit of advantage. Oh, it's not a free kick. Uh, not sure about that. I think the umpire fell for that one. Hands were there, but yep. it didn't seem like no. uh, there was much in it. I'd say it's more controlling than a push, but Aiden Grace will take it. He's going to kick from 55. He kicks long. It doesn't have the distance. Going to land in the goal square. Scrapper players. It's forced through for a minor score. Well played by Walter. And Central's are seven goals, eight. Sturt, seven goals, six. On the Scouts Recycling Centre scoreboard, we're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. Dagan has it on the outer wing. Goes to Hone. Nice lead. Nice catch. Josh Hone gets the lead of Matthews. Honours that. Matthews wants someone to come to him. He said kicks into the pocket. Grivel. Three centrals defenders there. Kendall got a fist on it. Goes out of bounds. We'll have a throw in. Left forward pocket. 15 minutes gone. On the Denron Medals clock. Your scrap medal dealer. So once again, where's Josh Hone? Him and him and Billy Isles in a wrestle here around the forward 50 throw-in. Goes to Billy Isles. He's wrapped up by Honey straight away. And the umpire will ball it up. How many times we've seen that today from a throw-in, we get a ball up. <laughs> Billy Isles a bit slow to get up, but goes straight to Hone and shoves him in the chest. Munn got the tap down. Schiller, Tealy just waited for Schiller to grab the ball, then tackled him. A repeat stoppage here. If you don't mind that, if you're the double blues, repeat stoppage. Just keep trying to be dangerous around the contest. Tealy over the footy. Ball's going nowhere. Might get another ball up here. So Jez McLennan the spare here for the Dogs, just at the back of this contest here. So some nice coverage, whereas Sturt, they've got Burrows out. McFadgen tapped it to Hone and he was tackled 
by Isles. We'll get another ball up. Doing some heavy lifting is the umpire. Panasonic Comfort Cloud. Set your air conditioning from your phone. Billy Isles is doing some heavy lifting too. We've got Josh Hone <laughs> with him. Three repeat stoppages in a row. It's not what you want as a small defender inside defensive 50. Fadgen took it up, out the ruck. Couldn't get a kick away. Liddy for centrals. Trying to force the handball out. He's wrapped up as well. Umpire letting it play. Trying to get the ball out. But Chiller's tackled. And again, we'll have another stoppage. Is this seven in a row now? <laughs> Been a few. Ball's moved about five metres. Still in the forward line for the double blues. Now he might get it clear. McFadgen handled it straight to Larkins. The turnover. Gave it to Liddy. Outside of the boot. Into the middle of Adelaide Oval. Fryer went to ground in trouble. Good tackle, Grace. Pretty lucky there, I thought. In fact, we've something behind the play here. Billy Isles is laying on the turf. And Josh Hone is just wandering away casually. Yeah, I reckon he's just giving him a quiet one behind play. They've been at it all day, those two. And it will be a free kick to Centrals. Larkins to McClellan. Kick inside forward 50 to the lead of Linky. Illman down, left the ball behind. Linky went again. He dropped the footy. Strong tackle. It was a very good tackle by Rory Illman. Potential player of the quarter for Knightsman Bespoke Taylors and Homestart Finance. Illman will come broadcast side. Kicks towards Gribble. Back with the flight. Sure, Courage. Wingard picked it up and dumped into the turf by Bushner. There's some feeling in this game now, isn't there? There is. And Billy Isles and Hone are still at it. Umpire right there. Dakin. Little give to Frederick inside. Voss somehow got it to Battersby. That was very good. Now to Walter. Just held onto it. Back to Battersby. The handball behind Matthews. Had to go back and get it. High kick inside forward 50. Richards underneath this oh. one. Took the grab. James Richards has marked it. 40 metres out. Only on a slight angle. Good well, grab. Yeah, great, great grab. Just manoeuvred his opponent little out of the contest. And again, players coming from multiple angles could have easily been taken out in this contest. You never know when you're going back here what might be flying over the top. Really great body work there. Hone nearly spoiled his own opponent, but his own teammate, sorry. sorry. But, uh, yeah, Richards lining up to put the double boys back in front. Took the face mask off to kick the goal. And he does just that. The big double, Cobra. Puts the double blues back in front. What a great first semi-final we've got here at the Adelaide Oval. Eight goals, six. Plays seven goals, eight on the Scouts Recycling Centre scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. We're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. You're right. This is a great semi-final. Eighth lead change of this game. So it just shows both teams are having small patches in this game where they're right on top and... The double blues, we did say at half-time, and even at the start of this third quarter, it was warning signs for them, but they have really wrestled about the ascendancy in this third quarter. It's a great spread from contest is what we've probably been a little bit harsh on the double blues, that they are lacking in that area, and their outside spread has not been their strength. Well, really good to see Battersby and Frederick and numbers running in waves there, and as a result, a great finish. Four-point lead for the double blues. That was an excellent finish from James Richards. Might be the player of the quarter for Knightsman, Bespoke, Taylors and Home Start Finance. 
from the centre bounce. Cooper Darms ambled over his head. Slimming gathered the footy. Back to Joel Tealy. Flat kick to halfback. McClellan was, must have been touched. Called to play on. Bryn Little was there for support. Kicks to the outer wing. Linky's going to fly for this one. Good spoil from Becker. Close to the boundary line. And it's gone over. We'll have a throw in. Centre wing. Eastern side of Adelaide Oval. Good crowd in. Well over 10,000. I'll be interested to see how many Crows supporters we get today. Obviously, the AFL team's been finished for a number of weeks. Port Adelaide lost last night, so a bit of pep in the step of the Crows fans. They'll take on Glenelg after this game in the second semi. Battersby dropped the ball. Excellent tackle, Jez McClellan. Looks down the line towards Dudley. And Ilman spores it over the boundary line. We'll have a throw in. They lead by four points, the double blues. Cracking contest. 21 minutes gone in the term. I'll get some stats from you for budget car and truck rental when we make a difference, men's. Something standing out for you? Yeah, as we have a look at a couple of the stats, uh, it's reasonably even, to be honest. 28-25 to 25 in the clearances in favour of Sturt. That's basically been how it's been all day, just in their favour. The Dogs with four more inside 50s for the game. So we have a very even game at the moment. From the ball up, we'll get another ball up. Seen this a bit today. It's tight. In hard footy. Low scoring, but entertaining. Clear tap away. Wiggard runs onto it. Under pressure. Has to get the ball away. Does. Carey dodged around one. Handball to Joel Tearley in the middle of Adelaide Oval. Stabs a pass towards Hone inside 50. Got a couple of metres on Billy Isles. And Josh Hone confidently walks back. Yep, he's taking will kick from 50 straight in front. He's taking the responsibility. Some really nice forward craft there from Josh Hone. He took Billy Isles out of the space that he wanted to lead into. And really well done because he hooked his defender on. Then he's able to come up at the footy. A nice kick to bring him onto it. And Hone's going to line up for his third for the day. Josh Hone. He will kick from 50. Made pretty good contact. It's right there. It's touched through. McCormack Ooh. on the last line. Where's the arc? <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> uh, I think we'll see on the replay here. Yeah, I think that's clearly touched through. Billy McCormack. Yeah, he did well, Billy. Well done there to make sure that it was just the minor score. Five-point lead for the double blues. As Isles will waltz it out. Of the back pocket goes short to Harry Grant. Is that a quieter quarter? Is Harry? He's seen as much of the footy. Yeah, just the three this quarter. Him and Boss, who had led both uh, teams' possessions at half time, have both only had three in this third quarter. A bit quieter. We've seen some other players stand up for both sides in the third term. McCormick got on the wing, kicked down the line. Grace took a juggling mark in front of Ned Walter. Long way from home still, Aiden Grace. 90 metres. So he kicks it inside 50 towards Munn. Couldn't take the mark. Presbury picks up the scraps to Grant. Hung onto the footy. Grant then went with the outside of the boot inside 50. Ullman. Oh. Strong grab. Rory Ullman. That is some heavy lifting thanks to Panasonic Comfort Cloud. Set your air conditioning from your phone. Well done, Ilman. Even the courage to take it on the chest rather yeah, than out in the hands. It was an hands. excellent grab, wasn't it? Great stuff from 
and veteran defender Rory Ullman. Well, Paul, the veteran, he's only 24. It seems like he's been around yeah, forever. Yeah, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. He has been around for a number of years now, Rory. And there's been a free kick here going the way of the double. No, going the way of Centrals. And I think George Kendall in a bit of trouble here. He signaled straight to the bench. Might have rolled an ankle. Yeah, it looks that way, which... He's up and he's hobbling off, which is a good sign, okay. I guess. So Billy Isle takes the free kick, goes short to Jared Hoskin. Goal kicker in this quarter. Kicks inside 50. Hugo Munn tried to gather the footy. A bit of a clumsy moment. And the umpire will ball it up. Umpire's seen something. A non-controlling umpire's seen something here. It's a free kick going to the double blues. Not sure what that was about. He's pointing to the goal square. Yeah, I think it was Adam Grace. And okay. Yeah, definitely off the ball there. Double Blues don't care. Voss kicks towards Dakin. Intercept mark. Jess McClellan coming into the game. Goes short to Presbury at centre-half forward. Had Schiller, but ignored that. Kicks to the kick. pocket. Grace lace out. Fantastic kick. Grace has marked at 45 out on a 45. Yeah, beautiful kick there from Kyle Presbury to just bring Aiden Grace onto the footy, who's going to have the wind right behind him, kicking with a nice wind here. But again, what well on Jez McLennan there, that intercept mark there. Sturt looked to bring the ball back inside, dangerous kick, but McLennan just reads the ball so well in the air, and he's been very good today and turned it over, got it on to Presbury, who then found Grace, who's starting to really come into the game here as well as he lines up for his third goal. One of the second... Already won in this quarter from 48 metres, Aiden Grace. This one's fading across the face of the goal, minus score. The dogs go to 7-9, Sturt 8-7 uh, on the Scouts Recycling Centre scoreboard. And Balfour's are for the game. The kick in towards Charlie Fry, a big clash with Hoskin. Hoskin is down. Gribble, little feed to Frederick. They're out here Frederick if they can get it. Into space, Tearley. Shut down oh. by McClellan, but somehow broke the tackle. Forward handball to Burrows. Now Frederick kept running. Kicks towards McFadgen in a pretty good spot here. Got a spoil in. Now the ball's on the turf. 25 out from the Blues goal. And we'll have a stoppage. Well on McFadgen there to get the ball to ground. A couple of extra centrals defenders back there. Brings it to ground, and they have a result here. Is the ball up inside 50. Four-point lead. To the double blues. Isles over the footy. Tackled by Burrows. Umpire will ball it up. 27 minutes gone, third term. The Isles has racked a couple of times. He's a bit slow getting up there as well. He'd be lovely. Every second of it, Billy Isles. McCormack won the tap down. Liddy had the footy, then lost it. Sturt defenders under pressure. And the snap kick goes out on the full... That came from Harry Grant. Uh, sorry, Jared Dakin. Yeah, Dakin. So I was kicked it in. I was looking to see where Hone was because he was the spare defender there. I was. It tells me that Hone's on the bench at the moment. Much needed spell. So Isles will kick out to the outer wing. Wingard lays a big tackle, and again we'll have another ball up. We don't get stats for how many ball ups, do we? <laughs> it's, been, it's a lot. 
Probably a good thing. <laughs> Probably a good thing. McCormack fed it to Grant. Somehow got a hand loose. Got the handball to Whitelam. Whitelam blind kick down Ooh. the line. Illman and Carey almost spoiled each other. Rory Illman took the mark. As the siren sounds for three-quarter time. We got a ball game, people. Sturt, eight goals, 7.55. Central, 7.951. Back at the Adelaide Oval for the last quarter in the first semi-final very soon on your home of sport, SENSA. You'll at hostpass.com.au. Welcome back to the Adelaide Oval. Three-quarter time here. Four-point lead to the Double Blues. They led by seven points at quarter time. Central's led by three points at half time. And they have the lead by four points at three-quarter time. Paul Bonzer, Dan Menzel with you. Menz, uh, we've got a really cracking last quarter coming up. We really do. If we look at some of the stats, uh, the Double Blues, five extra clearances for the game, 31 and 26. However, the Dogs, 32 to 27 inside 50. So they lead that category by five. It's a pretty even ball game at the moment. We mentioned throughout that third term that Casey Boss and Harry Grant, who are leading all possession getters on the ground with 21 and 20 respectively. A little bit quieter in that third term, but there's a few others that stood up. Frederick got involved. We saw Hoskin and McLennan have really good quarters for the Dogs. And uh, for the double blues, Dakin, he's gone along nicely with 17 disposals as well. But where's the game going to be won? Well, at either end of the ground, you've got Aiden Grace has kicked 2-2. Josh Hone the same as well. They are the two most dangerous forwards on the ground. Really like what Connor McFadgen did in that third yes. term, though, for the Double Blues. Kicked an absolute beauty, the goal of the day thus far, from the boundary, but also just creating a contest in the forward line. So who will stand up in this last quarter? Will it be the likes of Battersby and Lewis and Dakin inside spreading, or will we see Harry Grant and Presbury continue to get on top? And where will the goals come from? I reckon you'll see a beauty from either Josh Owen or Aiden Grace in this last term, which might determine the outcome of this match. Cracking first semi-final and stick with us. We got the second semi-final. Glenelg taking on the Adelaide Crows right after this one. And the last quarter is brought to us by the Scouts Recycling Centre. 11 locations across South Australia. We're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. And those stats were brought to us by Budget Car and Truck Rental. And we make a difference. It's a toss of the coin here. Sturt leader by four points. 8-7 to 7-9. Who's going through? to the prelim final and who will end their season in 28 minutes time roughly trying to go out mid-air as Harry Grant Battersby got the handball Tealy gathers it goes back to face Sparks he's going to bomb it long inside 50 Burrows is right there got his hands onto it fell to McFadgen who kicked the goal Connor McFadgen front and centre picked up the scraps kicked the goal and the Double Blues get out to a 10-point lead. 9-7, plays 7-9 on the Scouts Recycling Centre scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. That is a huge start for the Double Blues to this final turn. We know the Dogs have come home strong the last couple of weeks and the Double Blues have faded. What a contest there as the ball went inside 50 by Lockie Burrows. That's some heavy lifting thanks to Panasonic Comfort Cloud. Set your air conditioning from your phone. And then McFadgen, he's been doing it in the third, by, the third term by creating a contest. This time he stays down, stays down at ground level. He wins the crumb, finishes nicely on his right foot. He's been very good in this second half with a couple of majors, and that puts the double blues out at 10 points. Did say at the start of the day, Bonds, if you get to 10 goals, I reckon that will be enough. I reckon it will win it. Well, the double blues now, nine central, seven goals. 
Inside the first minute of the last quarter. Out of the middle, McCormick kicks it off the ground. Fell to Schiller. Got half a kick forward. It was smothered. Ned Walter got the handball to Dakin. And Dakin kicked to the outer wing. It's a race in two. Slimming and Whiteland's been a good battle all day. Slimming won that contest. Got it back to Lewis. Gathered the footy. Wrapped up by McClellan. And taken over the boundary line. We'll have a ball in. No, I'm going to have a ball up. Wind just slightly picked up. So the double blues kicking with not much of a breeze, but it's still in their favour. Faye Sparks got the tap down. Hoskin was held when he didn't have the footy. Umpire said play on. Now Tearley kicks it inside forward 50. Hone is close to the action. Bushner picks up the ball. Tackled by Burrows. Bought to ground. The ball comes loose. Hoskin for centrals. Got it back to Cooper Darms. His forward handball. Now running onto it. Chisholm just didn't want to take the footy. Going down low as bad as he took the legs of Presbury. To win the free kick. Yeah, he's a bit stiff there, but well done by Cole Presbury to win, to sell the free kick too as well. An important contest win there because they're at half forward at the moment for the double blues. Presbury now goes to the outer side. McClellan down the line, Schiller. Skipper of the Dogs. Last quarter. The Doggies trailed by 10 points. Just kicked down the line. Just... Larkins got a little handball, uh, got a little ball backwards, but taken by Faye Sparks. Down the line, McFadgen, good use of the body, and tackled by Whiteland. And we'll have a ball up. The decision to keep McFadgen forward might be the decision that wins them this game. He has been massive for them in the second half, and we talked about home being the only option in the forward line. Well, he's been really good. Burrow's starting to come into the game now as well. He's looked dangerous, doesn't he? Every time the ball goes near him, McFadgen. Schiller, get a, it's a hurried kick from that stoppage. Ball bounces inside the centre square of Adelaide Oval. Good work there from Becker. Dakin got the handball out to Battersby. That was very good. Battersby looking for face sparks close to the boundary line. The big Ruckman's happy to be taken over the line by his opposite number, McCormick. And we'll have a throw in eastern side. Bit of push and shove. Slimming ends up on the turf. What a surprise. <laughs> Ball in. 9-7 plays 7-9. Final quarter action of the first semi-final. Battersby under pressure from Presbury. Get a little handball out. Ends up with Chisholm. His hurried kick was dropped by Ilman. Then dragged the ball back inside. He's in trouble here, Ilman, I reckon. Managed to get it to Voss, who threw it to Walter. Now it's Lange taking high free kick. As good as anyone in the game at drawing that free kick, Nick Lange, and does it well here. Usually uses the ball really well inside 50. Wheels around on the right. It's a nice kick inside 50. White Lerm got hands on it, couldn't complete the mark. Sturt defence under pressure. Linky's there as well. And Walter dives on the burly, and the umpire will ball it up. We're about 20 metres out from the dog's goal. Aiden Grace about five metres off this contest. Guarded by Ilman. Lewis got it to Voss, who thumped it out of the danger zone. Towards the outer wing, McFadgen, very good on George Kendall, won the footy. No one in front of him, so he just bombs it long to half forward. Burrows and Kendall... Great contest and brought to ground. The tackle on Kendall from Burrows. In fact, it was Bushner. And Burrows gets up limping. 
Once again, another big win from McFadgen on the wing. He has been massive for the Double Blues in this second half. Doing the ruck work there and called for a block. And it is Kendall this time. He has the free kick at halfback for the Dogs. And trail by 10 points. We've gone five and a half minutes in the final term. Thanks to Denron Medals, your scrap metal dealer. Kick to the wing. And the juggled mark face Sparks. Taking his time. Big Sturt Ruckman. It's been a good battle all day between him and McCormick. McCormick probably has the better of that battle as the ball's been thumped out of bounds by McClellan. And we'll have a throw in. 55 around from Sturt's goal. Kicking to the cathedral end. The double blues. Right half forward. The throw in. Face Sparks got the tap down. Chisholm tried to thump it back the other way. Other way. Dakin's tackled by McCormick. And we'll have another ball up. Very interestingly poised here. Ten-point lead here to the double blues. Thanks to Scout Recycling Centre and Balfour for the game. Over the top, slimming. Kicks it towards Josh Shoot, who takes the mark inside 50. 35 out on about a 48-degree angle. You're not sure whether he meant to hit that kick, slimming, but pull the ball back inside nonetheless. Make it, make something of it and something dangerous. And we had did, a look. He had a look. He definitely yep. didn't mean it to go there, but he did try towards the top of the goal square and fortuitous shoot lines up. Josh Shoot. From 30 metres, has kicked the goal. Surf fans are up behind the goals. The flags go up. And Josh Shute has widened the gap. 10 goals, 7.67. Central, 7.951. On the Scouts Recycling Centre scoreboard, Balfour's before the game. We're here for Kia, all-electric EV6 GT supercar. Yeah, nice finish there from Josh Shute. It's a... Game-high 16-point lead now for the Double Blues. So we know what happened last week. They got ran over the top off by the Crows, and Centrals did the same thing to Port Adelaide. So this game is definitely not over, but the Double Blues starting to really dominate around the contest in this last term, which, again, we called it at half-time. The Dogs are right on top in that area. So the Double Blues have really hit back here. Inspirational moment for Burbank Holmes. Inspiring design and personal service to get the lead out to the biggest of this game. 16-point lead to the Double Blues. It's been close for the whole game. Battersby the clearance out the middle. Thumps it back inside 50. Hone was right there. Well done by Little. Got the quick kick away. Barrow left it behind. Battersby dived on the burly. Uses strength. Got the handball to Dakin. Dakin kicks inside 50. McFadgen's there. Hone gets it on the boost somehow. It's rolling towards oh. the line and sliding over Cooper Dams. Touchdown. <laughs> Minus score for the Double Blues. They're away, the Dogs. McClellan got it to Grant, oh, gave bad. it to Liddy. Liddy dropped the footy. Matthews from 50 metres goes long. Matthews! The Double Blues are on a roll. They've kicked the first three goals of the final term. Matthews has his second. And the Double Blues, 11 goals, 8.74. Central, 7.9.51. On the Scouts Recycling, 
Recycling centre scoreboard Balfour for the game. It's almost a nail in the coffin there. That, that really hurts the doggies. They were out here. Really nice McLennan here. Gave it to Grant. Gave it to Liddy. Oh, he, he can't drop that. A really bad moment for Manny Liddy, unfortunately. He get hurt on turnover, particularly there. And really nice finish from Matthews. A couple of bad turnovers costing the dogs. So finals pressure. We've gone nine minutes 40 in the final term. Denron medals, your scrap medal dealer. So Tom Lewis has gone to Harry Grant, particularly in the second half. He's kept him to just the seven touches in the second half. So doing a really good job. They need Grant to lift the dogs. Here's Liddy in the middle. You'll get is. the clearance. Handball sideways to Grant. Grant will kick to the broadcast side. But Rowan Frederick. Frederick, good use of the body. Running through Matthews. But the handball back to Becker. Now shoot, close to the boundary line, chips back inside towards Matthews. Barrow got it to Liddy. Liddy was run down by Matthews. Up by called play on. Sturt fans are furious with that. Maybe a little bit lucky, men's. Yeah, definitely a little bit lucky, but how about the heavy lifting? Thanks to Panasonic Comfort Cloud. Set your air conditioning from your phone from... Matthews, James Matthews, kicked a wonderful goal, done a couple of really nice things in the last few minutes for the double boys. 11 minutes gone, final term. Said have a little bit of break on the dogs, but this one is not over. Whiteland working hard, Voss just picked it up, bombed it inside 50 as well, marking contest. Chisholm was there. Now Matthews again, forward handball to McFadgen. Bang! Another one to the double blues, they're up and about. And could be through to a prelim. Still plenty of time left for the Dogs, but it's going to be hard now. Yep. 12 goals, 8 plays, 7-9 on the Scouts Recycling Centre scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. Yeah, I think that might be the nail in the coffin there. Well done by McFadgen early in the contest. And then James Matthews with just a bit of composure there, not to blaze away or throw it on the boot, but to have a look and realise oh, I've got Conor McFadgen out running towards goal. And again, we've mentioned this guy's second half. He's kicked three goals three now for the game. McFadgen is up to the 12 disposals. Has had a massive impact on the game in the second half. Was almost non-existent in the first half. Massive reason why the double blues are out to a game high 29 point lead. Four goals to zip to start the last quarter in favour of the double blues. To get some stats for budget car and truck rental and we make a difference. But men's the player of the quarter so far. Knights with bespoke tailors and home start finance. James Matthews having a purple patch right now. Hugo Munn got the tap down. It's in the middle of Adelaide Oval. Hoskin lays a tackle on shoot. Ball's going nowhere. Just playing the game in their half in this quarter at the moment. The Double Blues have evened up the inside 50 count, 34 apiece now. So five more for the Double Blues in this last term. And those stats for budget car and truck rental. And we make a difference. Paul Bonza, Dan Menzel with you. Hugo Munn got the tap down. Lewis hands on the footy. Wrapped up by Chisholm. We'll have another ball up. Still in the middle of Adelaide Oval. Goal. The Dogs need a goal and they need one in a hurry. And we're going to have another stoppage. Jai Larkin, the last one up. 
from that pack. Chisholm. Little handball to, to Liddy. High kick to half forward. Linky back with the flight. Showed some courage. James Matthews for the double blues. Got the kick away. Kendall back with the flight. Takes the mark. George Kendall. Ignored the lead from Liddy. Now goes to the lead of Lange over his head. It's all Sturt here. Matthews. Illman. Steve Slimming. Just held the handball. Now turned it over. What on Dudley and a big tackle from Rory Illman on Nick Lange. And we'll have a ball up. Uh, running on top of the ground at the moment, the double blues. You can see it across the ground. A couple of big goals, some real confidence amongst his team. Tealy got a kick down the line, but it's coming back. Labuda George Kendall slimming back with the flight. Nice courage from him. Ned Walter got it to Burrows. Burrows is going to kick down the line. In fact, he kicked it over the boundary line, so it'll be a throw-in on the eastern wing. 14 minutes gone in the final term. Denron, Denron medals your scrap metal deer the clock. All-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. First semi-final. Don't forget, stay with us all day. Tigers playing the Crows straight after this one. Burrows tapped it down to Tearley. Tearley kicks to half forward. McFadgen and Bushner. Bushner won that. Very good work. But now wrapped up by Matthews. Tried to break the second oh. tangle. Couldn't do it. That was quick from the ump too. It was, but geez, you talked about a purple patch. Matthews here. Nice Sh kick. Short to Tearley. Tearley played on. Might have been a fingernail on it from Larkins. And he's been pinged holding the ball to tackle Cooper Darms. All right, they've got to go here, the dogs. That just have to. Yep. The double blues just on the move around contest at the moment. And the dogs were spreading well in the first half, but it's, it's dried up a little bit of late. Kick in the corridor. Spoil from Carey. Ends up with Lewis. Lewis to Hone to Carey. Now Richards. Hambles to Hone on 50 metres. Tearley to shoot. Shoot. Has a shot at goal. It's offline through for a minor score. 12 goals, 9. Plays 7-9 on the Scouts Recycling, Recycling Centre scoreboard. Balfour's for the game. Batters be up to 19 touches now for the game. Having a fair impact in this last quarter. The skipper has lifted for the double blues. Those stats thanks to budget car and truck rental and we make a difference. And the Bills now on centre wing. And Luke Edmonds had a rare touch. He's going to run off and have a rest after that touch. He's exhausted. Yeah, he would be after those <laughs> two disposals today. <laughs> Not his job to get the ball, Luke. Correct. But uh, nonetheless, just the two touches. Same with Zach Buchner. Centrals as well, playing the same role down back for the Dogs. Ollie Shaw got the free kick. Kick towards Munn over his head. Now by Cena, free kick going the way of Hugo Munn. Zach Becker, just a little shove out there. He yeah. must make something from this. Have to score. Munn bombs it long. It's all double blues here, and the mark taken by Carey on the chest. Uncontested. Pretty good block off the ball from Illman. Just look like they've run out of gas here, the dogs, they which do, is not what we would have expected. Uh, they did do a lot of work to get themselves back in front in the first half, but we expected that run on top of the ground a bit more than the double blues, but it's certainly not been the case. Dakin kicked to the outer wing. Bushner takes an intercept mark. 
And then the kick was smothered by Matthews again. Ends up with Hone. Hone wobbles it inside 50. First one back will be Bryn Little. Nice composure from him. He kicks towards Hoskin, goes over his head. He's got Shaw in support. Ollie Shaw tried to handle over the head of Richards. Richards smothered it over the boundary line, and Sturt fans love it. And he's giving it to the crowd too, is Richards. He's had a good quarter. Been certainly one of the plays of the quarter, thanks to Knightsman, Bespoke Taylors, and Homestart Finance. They are up and about, the double blues and their supporters, as there should be a 30-point lead here, 18 minutes into the last quarter. On the Denron medals clock, the throw in, shoot, tackle to the ground by Shaw. And the umpire says, give it to me, blokes. We'll ball it up. Centre wing, western side of Adelaide Oval. 30-point lead to the double blues. I think they're almost home. Just seems a bridge too far now. Yeah, just run out of legs, the dogs, and so you can't, even if they do get one quick here, we, you can't see them piling on a number of goals. They owe the double blues one from earlier in the year, but I don't think it's going to be today. Fryer gets a hurry kick from centre half back towards Matthews, the man of the quarter, gathers it in front of Isles, and then just waltzes around him, dances around him, kicks to the leader, McFadden! Oh, James Matthews, what a last quarter. This has been sensational to watch. As the Sturt boys get around him as well. Three, four players get around him. They know the work that he's done. Josh Hone certainly appreciates it as well. And speaking of last quarter or last half, Conor McFadgen has been super for the double blues. Kick one in the third, already has two in this quarter. He'll line up for his fourth goal and he'll kick from just inside 50. Not much angle. And he put through his fourth goal and send the double blues through to a prelim final. He cannot. Minor score. Might be enough, though. Handy point. 12-10 plays 7-9 on the Scouts Recycling Centre scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar as McClellan takes the mark. Goes to Aiden Grace on the wing. Grace drills it down the line. It's close to the boundary line. Rolls out. It'll be a free kick to the Double Blues last possession. They've just stopped the dogs, haven't they, men? They have stopped. But the other thing we talked about was who's going to stand up. We said Hone at one end and Grace at the other end. But which other players in those forward lines will stand up? We haven't seen anyone from Centrals. Whereas if you look at the Double Blues forward line, McFadgen's been incredible, and then Matthews and Richards have been very good as well, speaking of which. Half forward, kicks it to McFadgen on the chest, lace out. He's marked it 48 metres out on about uh, a 45-degree angle, Connor McFadgen. Right on cue there, Richards gets the ball, delivery beautiful inside 50, and McFadgen on the lead. They, they haven't left it all just down to Josh Hone. These guys have stood up massively, and they've been the difference in the game in this last quarter. 20 and a half minutes gone. Denron medals clock. McFadgen from 49 metres. This one looks great off the boot. And the double blues are home. 13 goals, 12. Plays seven goals, nine. McFadgen has four. And men's, uh, that'll just about do it for this one. Yeah, we'll just about do it. And that will certainly put his name up there for the votes today. He has been sensational in this second half, Conor McFadgen. That is a 37-point lead now to the Double Blues. A couple of stats thanks to budget car and truck rental, and we make a difference. 
Early in the game, Casey Boss was massive for the Double Blues, but wasn't necessarily... It's getting a lot of the footy, but it wasn't necessarily converting on the scoreboard for the Double Blues. They're 25, just the eight in this second half. Harry Grant really dried up. Tom Lewis has gone to him and done a sensational job there. 23. Jared Dakin's day has been great with 23, and the skipper has lifted in this last quarter. James Battersby's up to the 20 disposals and eight clearances. McCormack won the tap down. Half forward, Lenky. And by pay to throw. The other thing this will do, Bonds, is it will give the Double Blues great confidence going into next weekend. If they do happen to take on the Crows again, they'll go, okay, look, it was a bad loss, but it'll give them real confidence. And if it happens to be Glenelg as well, they finish the game well, they get Will Coomless back next week. Page is a, uh, a maybe. Uh, Amos Doyle, potentially, you never know. So there will be some numbers coming back in as well, which will fill the team with real confidence into the prelim final. The ball up on the eastern wing. Bay Sparks grabbed it out of the ruck and we'll do it again. And conversely for the Dogs, again, we spoke with Rossi during the week and goal, the goal was finals. So to yes. have won a final was certainly above the expectations. They'll, they'll be disappointed, but it's been a very good year for the Central District Footy Club. Women's team won the premiership as well. Harry Grant, a little 15-metre kick out of that stoppage. Lewis with strength, ambles back to Carey. Carey, kick to half forward. It's a high kick marked by Hoskin. Jared Hoskin drills it towards Larkin. Good spoil from Gribble. Manny Liddy it was. Liddy. Great tackle. Tried to break the tackle, Huge holding tackle. the ball. Ollie that Gribble. That's an inspirational moment thanks to Burbank Homes. Inspiring designs and personal service. Ollie Gribble, super tackle. Gribble goes sideways to Slimming. <laughs> Marcus Barrow got there late and put him to ground. Receive Slimming. Plays on. Puts a long ball towards Burrows through his fingers, close to the line. Kept in by Jez McClellan. Across the face of goal to find Ollie Shaw. Ollie Shaw looking for Whiteland. Right on Ned Walters. Got the spoil in. Appreciated by the Sturt fans. Now Frederick broke the tackle of Shaw, looks at the goals and goes across the face. Snuck it in Ooh, for a minor the, score. The eyes lit up there. Did, mate. 13 goals, 11, plays 7-9 on the Scouts Recycling Centre scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for Kia. EV6 GT Supercar. It's been a real domination this last quarter from the Double Blues. Been like a different game, hasn't it? Ollie Shaw kicked down the line towards Aiden Grace. Sturt have plenty of numbers here. Voss is one of them. Ambles to Dakin. There will be a free kick going to double blues as Harry Grant dumped Voss. And he might... Yeah, the umpire's going to reverse this. Well, a bit Turn of push around. and shove between all players. Yep. Aiden Grace ended up on the ground and will get the free kick. Yeah, so 38-point lead to the double blues. But for those turning in late, it hasn't been all their way all day. In this last term, five goals, 4-34 to the Double Blues to no score for the Dogs. So they have really ran away with this game. At three-quarter time, was a four-point lead to the Double Blues. It's been close all, all game and we, no one saw this coming. It's McClellan. Kicks towards half forward in front. The mark taken there by Wingard. Goes short. Luke Edmonds. Goes back to Illman. Illman's got Walter. Oh, Illman just dropped the footy. Slipped out of his hands. 
And then went towards Voss. Grace with a big spoil. Shaw front and centre. Got it back to Schiller. Schiller bombs it in long. Barrow's going to fly. Front and centre. Dudley had his hands on the footy. Somehow gave it to Linky. Linky snapped the goal. Bit of a consolation prize for Shea Linky. Centrals go to 8-9. They trail Sturt 13-11 on the Scouts Recycling Centre scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. Yeah, it's a nice finish there from Shea Lenke. He's kicked his second of the day. Done a couple of really nice things in the forward line for the Dogs. But unfortunately, they just haven't been able to get the ball inside 50 in this last term. And Double Boo's just running on top of the ground, which is not what we thought we would say no. at the start of the day. We mentioned that the Double Boo's didn't finish well last week and the Dogs has been a feature of their game the last couple. But if you look at previous matchups, Bonds, the last two times these teams have played each other this year back in round four and round 16 the double blues came from behind in round four and round 16 we know what happened there they kicked four goals in the last quarter to run over the top of the dog so they've done the exact same thing here now three matchups in a row this season three guys in the middle of the ground for Sert have been very impressive in this last quarter batters B Lewis and Dakin Liddy almost got the clearance but again run down from behind by Tom Lewis and we'll have a ball up still inside the centre square, but more towards the eastern side. Paul Bonser and Dan Menzel with you, and we'll be bringing you the Glenelg-Adelaide game straight after this one. So stay with SENSA all day. Jez McClellan at halfback. He's tried hard all day for the Dogs. Kicks towards Whiteland. Frederick wrapped up in a tackle. Umpire says, give it to me. 27 minutes gone. Denron Medal's clock. It'll scrap medal dealer. Really hard picking best players, uh, yes. men's. So I'll let you worry about that for a while as we wind down here. Sert will go into a prelim. Centrals, who had a great season, been out of the finals for a few years, but back in. Won the first final against Port Adelaide last week. As the siren sounds... And the double blues into a prelim. And Centrals can be proud. They've had a good season, but their season finishes today. Let's have a listen to the song. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the emblem for me and for you. Two-point winners here at the Adelaide Oval, and we'll be back to wrap this thing up. Got you. Welcome back to the Adelaide Oval. This is the day's play for DrinkWise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. First semi-final is done and dusted. The Double Blues successful. 13-11-89. 32-point winners over Central's 8-9-57. Paul Bonds at Dan Menzel with you. Men's, uh, let's have a look at uh, some stats firstly for Knightsman Bespoke Tailors, Adelaide's Masters of Tailoring. Yeah, look, it was that last quarter that did it for the Double Blues. They kicked five goals in the last quarter to the Dogs' one, and it was all done around the contest, around the clearances. All day it was pretty even in the middle of the ground, but at the end of the game, Sturt won the clearances 43-33. to 33. They won the clearances in that last quarter 
was 12 to 4. So they dominated the clearances in the last term. And that was the difference in that last. If we have a look at some of their possession winners on the ground, Casey Boss led all possession getters with 25. Harry Grant, another solid game from him with 24. Jez McLennan up to 23. Jared Dakin, 23. And Battersby finished with 20 disposals. So they were a few of the major possession getters. The major goal kickers, yes. Connor McFadgen kicked four today. Four goals, four. He was great. Uh, Aiden Grace with two. Linky, Hone and Matthews all with two. Uh, and Miners to Barrow, Dudley, Hoskin, Larkins, Burrows, Lewis, Richards, Shoots and Thierry. Do you have a mark of the day for Denron Medals, your scrap medal dealer? We do. It uh, goes to Marcus Barrow. He did it in the first term. A strong contested mark across the pack and a nice finish as well. Again, a couple of really nice things from Marcus today. That was our mark of the day. All right, let's have a look at the goal of the day. The goal of the game for Host Plus. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Goal of the day, men's. What do you think? The goal of the day was Connor McFadgen's snap in the third term, running towards the boundary, kicking it from the wrong side for a right foot snap. Beautiful finish. And uh, it was something from nothing at the time as well. Connor McFadgen, the goal of the day. All right. The defender of the day for Panasonic Air Conditioning, Panasonic Comfort Cloud. Set your air conditioning from your phone. Yeah, look, it wasn't enough to get the dogs over the line, but he took six marks of quite a few intercepts in there and had 23 disposals. That's Jasmine Clennon, really solid for the dogs across the halfback flank today and put together a really good year for the dogs. Inspirational moment for Burbank Homes, inspiring design and personal service. Yeah, look, there was a few of these for the Double Blues. I'll put the inspirational moment down to James Matthews' last term. He it was, was incredible for the Double Blues in that last term. He couple of goal assists, a goal in there, and which is part of everything. And we talked about which forward line would stand up with only Hone and Grace looking as the dangerous ones in the second half. Well, there's a number of them that did it for the double blues with McFadge and with Matthews and Richards in that last half in particular. Now, this is going to be really interesting. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, your votes for the best players on the ground. Thanks to Homestart Finance. Get into your home sooner with Homestart Finance. And the Scouts Recycling Centre, 11 locations across South Australia. Yeah, look, this one was a really tough one today. I think that uh, the possessions didn't necessarily tell the tale of the game. And I think there's a couple of guys that didn't get in there that are a little bit stiff. I thought Jez McLennan was Central's best player today. He Agreed. read the game really well. Had 23 touches, was really important for them. I thought Hoskin did a few nice things. And so did Kyle Presbury. Uh, and for Sturr, a couple of players, Tom Lewis was good, another 14 tackles. He just racks them up. It's actually incredible what he does. And I thought Battersby really worked his way into the game in that second half. But one vote, I've given it to Josh Hone. He kicked the two majors. He had the 13 disposals, a couple of goal assists. He was the reason yep. in the first half why Sturt was in the game. He was the sole reason. He was the most dangerous player on the ground by a mile and was really important to keep him in the game. I thought for two votes, Jared Dakin. I really like Jared Dakin's game today. He had 23 disposals, but it was the eight clearances for mine that around the ball, he was their best midfielder around the ball today and probably not your, your major name when it comes to batters being Lewis and we know Pat Wilson's not playing, but Jared Dakin was very good and this guy was the best player on the ground. His second half was unbelievable. It was Connor McFadgen, 14 disposals, four goals, four. But the one we mentioned, his goal of the day, that was against the run of play. That's when it looked Absolutely. like Centrals were about to run away with the game and he kicked a goal from nowhere and it got Sturt back into the game and he was unbelievable. So Conor McFadgen gets the three votes in our player of the day.
All right, uh, men's, we've seen a cracking game of footy in, a, in the first semi final. We're looking forward to bringing you the second semi final. Gladelg taking on uh, the Adelaide Crows, but Centrals, uh, they've had a, a, a pretty good season. Overall, they'll be happy for where they've come from yep. to play finals and win a final. Yeah, they will. They've played 20 games this season with a 50% win loss, 10 wins, 10 losses. Now, they wanted to make finals, that was their goal. So it's definitely been a success for them. Learning curve today, without a doubt, but they won a final last week and they're heading in the right direction. They certainly are. So just to wrap up the scores here in the first semi-final, Sturt into the prelim, 13-11-89, defeated Centrals, 8-9-57. And, uh, Menji, you got something just before Yeah, well, we, we mentioned that it's a big win for the Double Blues yep. today because Coomless comes back next week from yes. suspension. We'll see what happens with Page and Doyle but they will be able to get Kermas back and potentially a couple others. So they will back themselves in the way they finish today's game against Glenelg or Adelaide, whoever loses, that they will back themselves in the prelim next week. That was the day's play for Drink Wise. If you choose to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Stick with us. we got the big second semi-final coming up live here from the Adelaide Oval. It's Glenelg taking on the Adelaide Crows back soon right here at the Adelaide Oval.